day. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett Fessler. There's Big Dick Toledo. We're off and running. And from here on out, this show will be done in corn forever. We will do everything now on this planet in a cornfield. That was the coolest thing, the most original thing baseball's done in 50 years. Forever. It's yeah. been a long time. That Field of Dreams game. Players finally time. acting really good. Not only that, yeah. it ended like they wrote a movie. I yeah. mean, the, you know, the Sox are up four going into the ninth, and they, or what was it? Seven to, it was seven to four, up three, right? Yeah. Yep, up three. Aaron Judge hits a bomb. Eight Brensons hit. You, yeah, you get dingers <laughs> like crazy. You get Gallo walk, then Stanton drives one out, and you're like, oh my God, the Yankees are. And then Anderson goes deep on the walk-off home run into the corn. That was amazing. And the introductions were the coolest thing I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. I, Kevin Costner comes out of the cornfield. Yep. But you don't know. If, you, if you're living under a rock, baseball played a game last night in the cornfields of the movies uh, from uh, Field of Dreams. In Iowa. In Iowa, right. So the, the movie house where he built the, the famous baseball field out of corn in the movie back in 1989. Uh, they built a, a better version, professional uh, field right next to the the movie one. But you could still see the movie one in the aerial views. It was amazing. So they did this cornfield thing. And then Kevin Costner comes wandering out in the beginning. First, just like the movie. Like two minutes. He yeah. comes wandering out onto the field, and he's just standing there out of the corn. The crowd's going a little bit bananas. And just looks back after like two minutes, the music's going. If you build it, it will come. They're doing the whole thing. Dramatic, man. They were... And then you turn around, and then uh, here, here out come Yankees and, and White Sox together, out of the corn. And it was it was the just same like the movie. It was the same illusion yeah. that they used in the movies. It looked like they just appeared. It was the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. It was a four minute intro. It was incredible. Really and really all cool. of all baseball needs to do it. And but I know what people say. Oh, you get tired of it after a while, right? Pick a movie. Recreate the scene and play a baseball game on it. I don't like casino. I don't care. Put oh, yeah. it. Everything needs to be tied back because we kept saying it was nostalgia, but it wasn't. It was a made-up thing that you know. It's like a cartoon came to life. There was nothing real about Field of Dreams. It's not something like, oh man, that's the lure of baseball. It was just a movie. But that cornfield, there's something magical about that whole thing, and that was the that was the neatest thing I've seen. In so they're going to do it again next year. Yeah. They'll do it every year, but I'm thinking we need to get other movies involved. You know, we need to have other movies where we can put a base, like Bull Durham. We should have that stadium hosting. Oh, yeah, Kevin yeah. Costner goes out on that one again. We're just It's just all Kevin Costner movies. Waterworld. We'll put a field out in the middle of Waterworld and oh, we'll make it God. so there's no land. I know, but it would still be neat. And everybody's got gills. Turn and it into s- a series, Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to swim around. So, yeah, exactly. Get The World Series will be Yellowstone. I'm all for it. Even the bad ones. For love of the game, everybody gets to bang Kelly Preston in her prime. It's the fantastic natural. Idea. Oh, the lights just oh, explode. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. The only thing missing last night to me would have, like you said, James Earl Jones doing the intro. That would have been perfect. Would have been a topper right there. Out, microbus parked on the side of the field. Yeah, exactly. Just like they the got movie, the yeah. bus over by the real field. Yeah, they got all right. that stuff over by the the movie set field. But this yeah, you would, oh, James Earl Jones had to do that. You'd think they would have tried to drag him out. They kept showing him in every commercial. Yeah. I know. But, he, yeah, he, he never showed up. And Ray Liotta never showed up either. You would think those Shoeless two. Shoeless Joe. Yeah. 
the uh, out the left fielder for or uh, yeah uh, for the White Sox. White Sox, yeah, shoes yeah. should have been shoeless. Yep. Should have played last night without shoes. That should <laughs> no. Happened. Jimenez has had enough issues lately. We don't need him. To Jimenez plays else. no shoes tomorrow. Uh, next time through, the left fielder always has to go shoeless. Shoeless Joe. It was the best. It was so great. Now batting, Britt Gardner. Oh, that would have oh, been amazing. Oh, I'm all over that. It would have been. It would have been unbelievable. I was telling Toledo earlier that that is a game that, like, if if you had somebody on the fence about baseball, That's you it. show them that game. I agree. That I, I couldn't agree more. And, and top it all off, it was a phenomenal baseball game. It was entertainment. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Finally, baseball got it. Yeah. They, they beyond say everybody saying, "Oh, baseball's boring. Baseball's boring," and it is. Sandlot. Somebody just texted in Sandlot. Perfect. Yep. Another James Earl Jones thing. Yep. Put a, put the boys out on Sandlot and have that recreate them all. They finally understood the link between entertainment and baseball has been missing forever. And you know what the best part was? They got rid of everything that's ruined baseball. Nobody talked about exit velocity. Nobody talked about angles and math and all the crappy statistics that they've been adding to baseball. War and and all that. They just played the game, played it really well. That was awesome. It was just incredible. But you know what that baseball would end up doing is like rookie of the year. But, yeah, I, I thought... Wrigley Field, Boston, you know, you have all these stadiums and stuff. And then I turned it after it was over and watched uh, Shohei Otani pitch for a little bit. And it was lifeless. And that's like the Babe Ruth of baseball right now. This guy, nobody's ever been, you know, uh, in the running for Cy Young and MVP for two different reasons. He's led the league. It's it's the first time since Babe Ruth that uh, the top two home run hitters in the league uh, are playing in the same game and one of them's pitching to the other one. It's a first. It was uh, oh, yeah, Vlad Guerrero. It was unreal. It was the coolest thing. But I turned it and I'm like, this this game has no corn. I have no interest. If you can't disappear into the heavenly cornfield and come in and out, they did that overhead shot of the sun setting, and I'm like, good god, this thing is could have been a majestic. Know, the night was perfect. It's like I was texting yesterday. It, it it seemed like it was about more about the game than the business of the yes. game. Yes, uh, and it was it was so great, and it was such an intimate. Uh, because there was only what eight thousand people were there. It was such yeah. an intimate setting it that it didn't. It looked almost like a minor league game, and it sounded louder than most yeah. like games I've been to with the at this warehouse of nightmares downtown oh. here. Yeah, I've always thought that the Diamondbacks would be better off playing all their games over there at Salt River Fields because it's a better stadium. I mean, they can yeah. they can get twelve thousand in there. It's huge. You charge uh, the same amount you do for spring training. You might pack it up a little bit. And take it. They won't do it because of the heat. The fans yeah. would never show up. So you got to have that big air conditioned box down there. Somebody wrote in, uh, do a game about Brewster's Millions. <laughs> yeah, so you got to have the, the train, train going through the, yeah. uh, through the outfield. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all in. A league of their own. Dress them up like uh, the ladies. <laughs> Peaches. Now again, I do being a kind of a cynical realist. Did have a little bit of a problem that uh, the black players decided to go ahead and play the game. <laughs> Not because of me. If I was them, I'd be like, wait, we're going to wear uniforms from 1918? Really? You got a point. You're going to put me in that uniform, really, and say, let's celebrate the game? Okay. And there's Ant- no, you know, Tim Anderson hits the walk-off home run at the end, and you're like, this guy wouldn't have been allowed on that field. That's why when Field of Dreams came out, people were saying they didn't do anything with, like, you know, the black players or anything. It was just lily white guys coming from before Jackie Robinson could play standing on this field and asking everybody, is this heaven? Yeah, there's no black people, you racist, you, you <laughs> bastards. It's, this isn't heaven. This was when baseball was at its worst. It's the segregation of the game. On top of that, no whiteies hit a home run last night. That's either. right. Oh, was him and his, well, Brett Gardner got one, didn't oh, he? Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. The but original, I mean. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, you're right. 
It was it was a Stanton and people of color game Judge, last night. Oh, absolutely, Anderson. And the there Bray, will Bray. be uh, first one in history in Iowa. Yeah, major yeah. league first major league player to hit a home run. Doesn't change. That's amazing. Well, again, wouldn't have been allowed in a gear. And you gotta you gotta as major league baseball consider that, especially in this day and age when people notice those kind of things. But I I was sitting there kind of giggling last night, going, "Ooh, somebody's got to bring it up that all these uniforms represent something absolutely terrible." Wearing their throwback 1919 jerseys. Uh, I'm black. I ain't wearing that one. Well, if you watch the end of it when they were talking to the guys at uh, the the postgame, A-Rod was talking about, well, it's good seeing the African-Americans stepping up and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, why why do you you got to bring that up right now? Not especially in that gear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. But look. I don't care who steps up. That was a beautiful baseball game. But they finally got it. They were. I was entertained by a baseball game for the first time in a couple of years because they've just lost the skill to entertain. They're they so, got it back last night. Oh, man, did they? That was so much fun. And, yeah, so somebody says Silence of the Lambs. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how that ties just in. Just themes. Themes to the thing. But, like, you know, you, you, you decorate the entire uh, ballpark. You know, you wait your teams on a 10-day roadie. So then they just get a construction crew in there. And everything about it is the cells, and you know, multiple Migs is on the screen, and he's and he's chucking his junk at Jody Foster, and it's just yeah, themes, themes are like oh, it's Silence of the Lambs week. Sometimes they do Star Wars night, and they make us dress up. Yeah, Elvis night, right? And and that's kind of it's more fun. Diamondbacks MGM, they'd bring over in the Star Trek, and they had all those characters would come over. In fact, yeah, it would happen. Baseball in a movie wouldn't be a bad idea on that big ass TV. Yeah, just show the movie while the game's going on. I've always said baseball needs to be the focus, but we've lost that. You go to stadiums like Wrigley, even Dodger Stadium to a certain degree, although not as much as it was. Wrigley, even same. Uh, but it's just you just go there and there's a game, and that's pretty much it. You don't have sorry, Brady, morons on a on a <laughs> top of a dugout dancing and singing to tell me exactly how fun I'm. Uh, well, all the fun I'm having when the game's not on. It's like, look, we're doing plinko and it does it float and. Ding dongs and whatever. I Wrigley, don't know. the field has its uh, own magic. Wrigley, I mean, you is, go in there. Wrigley's the and reason you could just stare at the field. Yep. Yeah. And then the game happens. That's on the, the field. problem. The other visually, you're you're being entertained just by your location. You're in a you're in, you know, it's like being in uh, Venice. Yeah. You, you, there's nothing to do. You're just looking around, going, "This is neat." But uh, yeah, down at this ballpark here, this it made me hate this ballpark downtown more than I already did. I can't stand. Chase Field. It's the worst building for sports I've ever been in. It absolutely. It's, their sight lines are bad. the 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 stadium is cavernously large, way too big. Uh, it's empty all the time because of that. I mean, you get thirty thousand people in there. It feels weird. It's, you know, it's when a, you go in there the first couple of times, and uh, if you've done the, which I know you've done, where you had the meal on the uh, balcony at the used to be Fridays, maybe yeah, it still is. I think it is. Um, pretty amazing but you don't realize how far you're removed from yeah. the game see i thought that sucked too i thought everything about that thing is too far from the, like you pittsburgh has a stadium for baseball pnc park it holds 30 33,000 people tops yeah and in the furthest you are from the field at any time is like 104 feet like they built it even in the second deck they've got it they've got a some mastermind engineering thing to where you're almost on the field at all times it's and it's beautiful they said that uh you know, that stat is like 180 
in the yeah, chase field. It's not. 180 miles. It's the worst stadium in baseball. <laughs> There's no close second. Uh, you open up. I think from the home plate going right. up to the. You're, you're constantly uh, bombarded with nonsense and noise and ads and idiots on dugouts and some uh, stuffed animal that throws peanuts at you and says, here's a free ticket to this. It's terrible. But it's like so big that even when if the idiots are on the dugout, a lot of times you wouldn't even know that's going on if you're across the field. Yeah. I think that all empty seats should be corn now. <laughs> I think that would be it. That's it. To just prove that. And that would really kind of almost embarrass a team and make it visually stunning. It's just, hey, we got... 43,000 empty seats. Get your asses out there. Put some corn in every one of those seats. Fill all the unsold seats with corn. And everybody's got to cram in and be like, huh, the cornfield is pretty cool. I'd much rather watch that. But, yeah, the this it made me hate Chase Field, like, double what I already do. The problem with the D-backs is it's it's like the game is secondary to them. Completely. It's all the goofy crap in between. Yep. I and mean, I know the team isn't good this year, but even when they were good, it was always it always seemed that baseball was they secondary. Yeah, they, exactly. They, yeah. And and uh, and the fans take notice of that because every time you go to the game, it's uh, everybody on their phones. It's the up and down in every half yeah. inning. Every I was sat there at, I was at a Cubs uh, Diamondbacks game years ago, and this guy from Chicago. And I mean, if you were to if you were to central cast a movie, go, I need somebody who's from Chicago. It was a dude next to me, kind of a ruddy face, red nose. I think he drank. He was everybody's Chicago uncle, and he's sitting there, big, pregnant belly. Uh, looked like Tommy Lasorda, ate Tommy Lasorda, and he's got that belly, and he's leaning back, and he goes, what the hell's going on around here with all the getting up and down between innings? This is goddamn garbage. And I'm like, I didn't. Even, I didn't. He goes, every inning, this lady's got to get up and wander over to that lady, and that lady's got and I'm like, you're right. And I started to watch, and the aisles fill every half inning of people walking around. And it was awful. Yeah, this stadium here stinks. The team's just garbage anyway. There's yeah. no reason to ever go down and watch that. First until... year they opened up, you know, when you're talking about all the promos that happened in between. The uh, Diamondbacks uh, opened up with the largest sponsorships oh, on yeah. record. Like, like Nissan uh, bought the largest because the money had and to be, Miller yeah. also at the time, and that, and that was a big kind of well, a first bragging year, deal. Yeah, first year in, everybody knew that stadium was going to be full most of the year. Cape Passa, the steps. It was the first time they've. Cape Passa was everywhere yeah. when that thing opened. And I don't even know if that's still a thing. That was like Spanish Google, wasn't it? At first, yes. yeah. It was crazy. But yeah. Corn, man. And Sandlot and A League of Their Own. I would love that. I would watch that A League of Their Own game. Hilarious if they had to wear those uniforms and you had the peaches. Out there playing. I think the Diamondbacks have earned the right to dress up like women, especially in 2021, where no one can really say it's bad that we've uh, gussied them up like the Rockford Peaches. And if any of the players go, I'm not dressing up like a woman, it's like, oh, really? You hate they? You're you're, uh, you're a trans bigot? What's the big deal? Because I'm a man. Oh, okay. So uh, antiquated gender roles are your first priority. You just get all over these guys and then sit them down. But I dress up the Diamond. If you lose more than 104 games, your last however many games above 104 have to be played as the Rockford Peaches. Got to play in the skirts. You huh? got to play in the skirts. If you, uh, let's make it 100. If you lose 100 games in a season, however many games are left that year, you're in the Peaches gear. That's it. That's a good see. And people would like I'd go down and watch that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch these pro ball players. It would it would discourage every team would start playing out of their heads at loss 97. Like I'm not wearing the I'm not wearing the dresses. Well, you got to wear dresses, boys. Sorry, you got to. We turn this whole thing into a league of their own. The second you go a hundred plus, oh, it'd be awesome. That's a lot of, with those uh, fantasy 
leagues do. Oh, it'd be the great. The punishment to the guy that finished last. Well, I don't know if they can punish them anymore. <laughs> but that's the one we'd have to do. Not call it punishment. Just say it's a world that's trans a day. LGBTQ <laughs> plus Diamondbacks night. Oh, we need we need a bad news bears game too. Oh, that'd be great. Yep, it's all good. But that was uh, Tanner throwing out the slurs every five <laughs> well, seconds. I don't know if we'd mic him up like that. <laughs> you already got you already got uh, you already got drunk ass uh, Tony Larusa, so yeah. we could have him doing the Walter Matthau act. Kelly would coming be, out on the motorcycle yeah. from the outfield. That would be awesome. I wouldn't even be allowed in this uniform, buttermaker. I'd stop with the race there, I'm at, and just get a hit. Crack-ass cracker. Come on, Anderson. Lean into one. I would watch that all day. <laughs> just clips from Bad News Bears oh, yeah. during... Oh, man. Baseball, you got me back for a night. And then and you're going to give it back. Because then i got to hear, you know, some idiot tell me about launch angles and velocities and... BS I don't care about just watching the game. Oh, I, so I hope fun. other other uh, play-by-play guys and color guys actually watched that game last night and said, oh, you this know is what? How Maybe we, we are doing yeah. it a little bit wrong. We could change. Absolutely. And then I hope Vin Scully got on the phone with all of them. And that's how you call a baseball game. You let the field do all the work. And that's it. Vin, Vin calling that game last night. If James Earl Jones was the in-house PA guy yeah. and Scully called the game. I'd, I would. It would have been baseball heaven. Is this heaven? Why? Because uh, all the players are white? Shut up. Is it heaven? No, it's <laughs> Iowa, where everybody's white. But, yeah, the only beef that uh, you might come out of this thing with is that the players of color were in uniforms that they would have never been allowed to wear. And I've always said that, that baseball's biggest mistake is ignoring its past. It's throwback day here at Wrigley Field, 1938 being celebrated. I'm like, I don't think Dexter Fowler wants to wear that gear. They made him leading off for the Cubs, Dexter Fowler, in those beautiful 1938 uniforms. Well, that's the first time. It really looks good on black. Who would have ever guessed? <laughs> and it did. It's that deep gray Heather uh, thing on his uh, beautiful dark skin. I was like, we should have let him play for just the aesthetics. It was gorgeous. For the money he's making, he'd have played in any uniform. Yeah, you game. know what? And that's, that's, yeah, the, half those guys you ask him, like, I want to be active and stuff, but... I'm making $28 million a year. I will wear I'll wear slave clothes. Yep. Give me the chains. Gotta, yeah, give me the chains. I'll, I'll bat with those on. Dexter Fowler making an interesting decision here to be shackled at the plate in some sort of activist announcement. And he still manages to scurry down the line to first base. Well played, although very uncomfortable to the white eyes of Iowa. Yeah, that would have made everyone really uncomfortable oh, if any black player had shackles on. I wouldn't have been allowed in this uniform, man. <laughs> oh, he's making a political statement of the most beautiful vistas of all baseball history. This is going to be bad. Billboard on the uh, outfield wall, Candyland. <laughs> well, you know, we don't want to go Django and Chain Brady. I'd watch it. <laughs> and he's rounding first. He jumps over the hot box with Kerry Washington. And then in second base, he's safe. What a play as uh, Candyland has turned into an absolute nightmare. Blacks versus whites here. Yeah, that was uh they ignore that every time. Every time they do throwbacks. That's true. They ignore the uniform. I don't. I've been I've been bringing this this and the veterans uh hospital doing the fireworks every 4th of July in Phoenix are the two things I'm like is, is am I the only one who is going to say anything about these things? It's like we just want want you to wrap around that rebel flag yeah. and just Well, as quick as every uh, sports channel is to bring race into the to the deal. This is the only one that's actually really valuable. 
This is the only one that actually has some merit to say, what are we celebrating here? You it's, know? it's acknowledging the history. It's the truth. It's, yeah. and, but I'm Stephen A. Jackson. None of those guys ever say anything about the uniform being from a time where uh, half the guys playing last night wouldn't have been allowed to play in the years they were celebrating those uniforms. At least the uniform. They could have worn their modern uniforms and been, you know. But they actually had, the, I mean, those socks uniforms, by the way. Nothing better. Oh, yeah. Than what we're looking at last night. The hats, everything. That was great. You couldn't wear them as like a normal dude, like walking around in that. Yeah, you look, look like, like a mom. You, you got to have like, the full uniform on and then yeah. out of your pajamas. <laughs> but yeah, you'd have to wear the full gear. And if you're doing that, you're an insane person. I was looking for the jerseys, though, online. They're not selling those yet. You got to get one. Of those. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. But even Liam Hendricks between innings, he's like, man, we love these uniforms. We're trying to we're trying to get MLB yeah. to let us wear these, you know, on a reg. In the rotation. Yeah. Well, Abreu's not. <laughs> I would rather just play with the ones where I wasn't getting beaten up by white people every time I got close to a ballpark. Yeah, that's it. Was, and you know, go back to the old like, uh, you know, the the Negro League fields. Like they've got one of the 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 Negro League Hall of Fame. I think is in Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. yeah. They got a field out there. Throw one of those on and make them make them go monarchs, and no white guys can play. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be a great game, right? When do they start elevating the uh, pitcher's mound? It's always been elevated. Oh, yeah. They actually tore, they also uh, pushed it down a little bit for Did a while, they? and then uh, yeah, Bob, Bob Bob Gibson, Gibson yeah, just was destroying yeah, people. He couldn't get hit, so they uh, they moved it for him. They've they've uh, toyed with the mound in the past, but it's always been a bump. Uh, but the they hill. then became regulation, and I think it was the twenties when they made it absolute regulation everywhere. But it was never flat. I don't, well, maybe in the, like 1800s, but yeah, but they, I think they dropped it back down. They did Gibson. Yep, just Gibson he was, was just killing everybody. everybody. He was standing on top of a hill yeah. and throwing straight down at a million miles an hour at guys' heads. And yeah, Bob Gibson was the reason they said dump that thing. I think they dumped it down like almost a foot. They just cut off a huge. The thing used to be a big pile of yeah. dirt, kind of hard to climb. Uh, anyway, it was awesome. That was a great uh, experience to even see it. And I was at a bar. Uh, staring at the TVs. I'm like, oh, yeah, the Field of Dreams game is on. And the place just froze when those guys came out of that corn. And some guy, you just hear, it's just guys, though. Dumb guys, when you're all sitting there. It could be an engineer. It could be a an aero uh, engineer, uh, you know, NASA guy. You just hear them go, oh, so cool. When they came <laughs> out of that corn. Simple stuff gets us. That was neat. Everything, the Oscars. Should be in a cornfield, and everybody should have to come out of that cornfield. Everybody should experience coming out of the cornfield at least once in their life. Malachi, all of it. Don't care. Everything. It's great stuff. Uh, you don't want to. Uh, children of the corn is a different thing. <laughs> if you have the murders of Malachi out there, maybe. Uh, it's six oh eight. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one to uh, get us out of this corn to start a Friday. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up. You silence the voice. Let's uh, begin Friday, shall we? Uh, 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 Channel 10's Troy Hayden Morecom just uh, text me. Ooh. Oh, that isn't oh. That is, that's what they call him now. Oh, right? yeah. Troy yeah. Hayden Morecom. Yeah. Soon. Soon. When he hitches up with the zoo lady. <laughs> Brady, you're a little uh, Cupid there, kind of. I'm not sure how you nailed that one, but you were. I'm like Neil Clark Warren. Yeah, that's exactly what I've always said about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, Troy said that that game last night was, uh, what, what, I want to get it exactly right so I don't say something stupid. So it was the biggest revenue regular season baseball game in the history of Fox. That's amazing. Like, they like it made a ton of money, too. So that tells me two things. Fox 
and Major League Baseball will milk this thing until we hate it. They're going to ruin it. Wouldn't it be great if they never did it again? I I was wondering. Uh, I, mean, I said they were going like to one and done. Yes, because then it's, it's the special. Same magic. Then it oh. means yeah, you can't recreate that. It's sequels. It's uh, you know, it's Goonies too. It's like you can't like Goonies wasn't very good, but it had something about it that you watched. It would be like watching Field of Dreams too. Yeah. Oh, this dad's back. You know, now dad's back, and this time it's personal. It's uh, or search for Curly's gold. I don't know. Whatever dad's back for. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo two. Uh, oh. Field of Dreams Neither 2. Neither of those was Field good. of Dreams 2 Electric Boogaloo would be pretty great. Where he just builds a big a rap dance battle stage in the cornfield. Drag Ice T out of retirement over there. Oh, man. Look, Ray Cancella. If you build it, they will dance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so Fox and, uh, you know, all networks will sit and go, that was a cash cow. Uh, let's do it again. Let's do it again, because even if it's, uh, you know, 80% of what it was the first night, it's going to be a monster. And it will be. The second one will still, because like a sequel, people who love the first one or missed it will be like, I'm going to try to relive this too, so we'll all go to the second Does one. Does Kevin come out again? No, you can't do that again. They will. They'll do it again. Do the, it the, again. I mean, the, the players being introduced out of the cornfield, you'd have to have something unique every time. Like James Earl Jones doing the, you know, the, the team introductions would be... Yeah. The next thing, but otherwise, I mean, what are you going to? Eventually, you're going to have Timothy Busfield on there. Like you're going to, you're going to break it down to the, like the the little girl Abigail. What's her name's going to come in? Nobody's going to care. Yeah. Maybe I'll have the guy. Uh, a doc, is it the Archibald Doctor? Have a guy jump across the third Burt base Lancaster and, and turn into Burt Lancaster. <laughs> a little girl choking on a hot dog. Yeah. And some player goes over and we'll do doc a little Graham. scene yeah. from each one. Moonlight Graham, I gotta get home. Virginia, think I got a girlfriend. You did see it. You, <laughs> you all saw it. You all saw it. He talks so slow in that movie. It's annoying. Let him go, Ray. Oh, my God. That's not a gun. That's your finger. Like, he has to, like, the best part would be, like, No, for, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Show it to me. <laughs> oh, it's such a great thing. And then, but Fox will wreck it. And uh, baseball will definitely wreck it because that's all they do is take things and milk them. Hey, you couldn't have Kevin Costner wander out there for another two minutes. All right, Kevin, we get it. We know what that. We know what this is. You can't recreate Ghostbusters Two. Was the was just such suck, and we all went to it thinking, "Oh, they're going to do it." You can't recreate that initial goofy magic. You can't try twice. So, and especially it's going to be next time. It'll be like the ain't. Well, they'll probably do a National League game, or it would be, the Cubs would be in it. Yeah, and you get to, to the historic franchises, the Cubs, Cubs, and, and like the Dodgers, the or Reds, something. or the Dodgers, or something like that. But yeah, if you called it Field of Dreams too, Electric Boogaloo, I would at least I'd laugh at that. The hell, they made three hangovers. I know. One was magical, and the rest. And what did blue. they do to the other? To the other two made you not like the first yeah. one because by then the characters are so annoying. You're like I don't even care if I watch this again. It would be amazing if, as humans, we had the capability, like Curly, from City Slickers. When Billy Crystal's like, you could have had her. She could have been yours. What happened? Why didn't you chase her? Because she's the love of my life. He never followed up because that would have wrecked it. He just saw this girl in a see-through dress, and he's like, that's the love of my life. This is the best moment I'm ever going to have with a woman. Although I also think Curly was a little gay. That's a different story for another time. Curly was a twink? I'm pretty sure Curly was a twink. Oh, man. When Billy Crystal... You're wrecking the movie. He's asking Billy Crystal, like, the... So did you ever have a love of your life, Curly? Once. Long time ago. Saw her in a dress, the sun behind her. See every bit of her through a silhouette. What'd you say? Did you go after him? No, I let it go. She could have been the one. She is. And then he rides off. I'm like, that. 
like looking at dudes. Man. That was a good. I also like sucking on <laughs> one more. <laughs> one thing in my mouth at a time. One thing. That was the one thing. What's the secret to life, Curly? I don't even know. One thing. A big. That's it. I'm a size queen. But he had the greatest in that movie. That was a great moment to say, "Why ruin this amazing thing?" Yeah. I, I, if had I gone any further, meeting this girl who I already fell in love with and had a full relationship with, and he's right. If you've ever met a woman, you know never to talk to them. So Curly just, was dead on the money. Like, look at them, enjoy it, and leave. Yeah. The, the, the only thing's going to happen once you get to know him is you're going to hate him. Yeah, he's in love with the ideal. He yes. wasn't in love with her. He's in love with the ideal. That was the love of his life. Yeah. Could have been one Curly. Could have been the love of your life. She is. Ha! Ah. Then he takes off on the horse. It was just such a perfect moment. Perfect moment. But we always wreck it. That was cool. Do it again. Oh, no. And eventually we're going to see, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Colorado Rockies playing in Field of Dreams, and no one will f- care at all. There are 20 other scenes that were cut out of that that uh, it's just Billy Crystal going, he's right behind <laughs> He's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> right behind you because I love being behind a man. Yeah, Curly was a twink. There's a, there's a lot. You don't think so? No, I'm not saying you're not, but now, yeah. now I'm think, trying to think back on it. Yeah, now you're kind of riding like, on the range. Damn. Had no interest in the ladies. He liked that one in the sundress, but he never talked to her. I mean, if it was your friend, it's like the chick at the bar. We'd make fun of him. I had a date last night. Oh, she was. Did you nail her? We had a good time. Like, you know, what happened? Lot, are you going to go out again? We had a lot of fun. Like, you didn't do anything, did you? You twink. So she was so hot, he turned into a twink. Is that basically no. what we're saying? Yeah, it was the story he told that guy to uh, put on a beard because Billy his Crystal. His one thought yeah, of yeah, going like, to the other side. He, he had a persona he had to protect because being a gay cowboy wasn't cool in 1990 or before. Maybe or the maybe even set. Well before Brokeback. So. It was well before Brokeback, yeah, yeah. but he was riding the range, putting the stem on the rose, so to speak, as they uh, announced in Brokeback. And Curly was with the boys and Cookie and the... And they were all kind of afraid of him because he was the, I guess, the buck twink. I don't know what you call it. And, uh, and he was the scariest one because he, he serviced Curly. I've always thought that about City Slickers. I'm like, Curly didn't ever have a lady. And when you asked him what's, like, the one great relationship you ever had with a woman, he said, I saw one once. They seem okay. <laughs> but you've been out here with these cows and dudes the whole Having time? Having to pull those calves out every now and then. <laughs> right. He knew his way around that, didn't he? Get in there. Ah, blech, vagina. <laughs> Even cow vaginas, bro. Maybe yeah. like DC Comics, so the City Slickers franchise will make that announcement. Could be. Yeah, yeah Curly's a gay. <laughs> Curly and Cookie hammered it out. But yeah, the, the, the poignant moment from that film was, leave it alone. Leave a great thing alone. I would have wrecked it had I gone any further. What if she didn't like me? I would. Uh, the moment I shared with that visual stunning moment in my head was... Flip Borley told me that a long time ago, years ago. Because you know, because he's had six hundred. He was here all day yesterday. He had six hundred different wives and that. And he goes, "I walk away from him. Yeah, sure. I'm a little upset about a couple." And he said, "But here's the thing. I got to nail all of them." I'm like, "That's really smelling the roses there." So he said, "No matter what, you can take away everything from me. I walk away knowing that I violated that woman." In there were some good times. <laughs> every possible way I can do it. There's nothing more I could do to that person. Like, well, darn it all. And he goes, so I just enjoyed the time I had with her. And that was his kind of curly advice to me, only it was flawed and terrible. Never take advice from Flip Borley. Just go to his shows and leave. But, uh, yeah, so it was uh, a great thing. 
Somebody says Liz Hurley. Is that what they're saying? Oh, no, no, that's it. Never mind. <laughs> Somebody just said, have you seen the picture of Liz Hurley's new Squatch piece? No, I have not. I have not turned to the page. We're on a different topic. Yeah, in their 50s Squatch piece. But, yeah, it would be awesome if Field of Dreams just, that was it. They grew the corn back, and they said that was just a one-off. And you'll never see it again. And maybe 50 years down the road. We all think it's a good idea to go back. We all think it's a good idea to go back and do it. But when has it worked? Other than Godfather 2, and that was only two years later. And that was because the the story was written for so long. When has it ever been like, we got to recreate I remember the first... Rocky 2? Uh, terrible movie. Just a terrible movie. Because like it... Whoa, no, whoa, whoa. The whoa, magic whoa, whoa. of Rocky isn't anywhere near Rocky 2. I'm going to say The about Incredibles. <laughs> you like the, the second, second Incredibles? Yeah, I think they, it helped Every out. single second movie... That we think we want is not good. You know, Kirby's maturing, Brady. You can get away from the animated. Yeah, no, it's uh, Brady's not maturing. That's yeah. the problem. Kirby's ah. Kirby's going to leave that Aha. stuff. Brady's going to be out of it. Moana too is like Brady's got his fingers crossed that that starts getting drawn. <laughs> Please, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's not. I, I even remember being a kid because I was a big uh, Hitchcock fan as a kid. My mom liked it, and she'd show me the old Hitchcock movies. And I remember uh, Rear Window to this day is my favorite movie of all time. And it was in the damn theater Tuesday. I got to yeah. wait till October now. Um. And I remember Psycho being like just this outstanding thing. And my mom was talking to me about like how they, like in the 60s when it came out in 1960 and that people were afraid to take showers. I'm like, that seems crazy. Uh, and then it was like 81, 82, they come out with Psycho 2. Terrible. And you know, I was excited. And people uh, yeah. were like, this is going to be like, we want this back. We want to see what he's out of jail now. And all and they think he's better. Um, and it was one of the worst things you could ever imagine because they just prey on your member bears. There's, no, there's nothing the, about it. I thought the Rocky franchises did hold up. I do, too. Watch yeah, those. No, they don't. Compared to, look, Rocky was nominated for best. You knew what best, you were going to get. Please, other no, than Tommy Gunn. Not in Rocky 2. I thought they were not. all good. In Rocky 2, you did not know what you were going to get. Rocky was nominated for best picture, best adapted screenplay, best actor, best support. I mean, it was an epic film about people. Okay. And the boxing was kind of a, an uplifting thing at the end. Rocky 2 had none of the heart. It was just about Apollo and Rocky, and the th- it had none oh, of the heart. It was man. garbage. Win, Rocky, win. She's in a coma. Oh, it was so good. Garbage. It was an attempt. Yeah. Brady on this. It was garbage. Watch it again, and you'll be you like, You came out wow. of there as a kid. Watch as a kid, I'm an idiot, Brady. Don't judge anything off your childhood brain. That's because you're a mushhead. You're a mushhead who who will take absolute uh, pablum and throw it in your face and go, that's something. It, you didn't even recognize as a kid how great Rocky actually is on its own. So as an adult, if that Rocky II's on, you're skipping it. I'll watch it, but I recognize that it's not that good. It's not a good movie. All the movies after the first Indiana Jones are terrible. We just love Indy. True. That's the we're fact. We're not talking about Indy. We're talking, okay, about, we're talking Rocky. about Rocky. Yeah. All the movies after Rocky aren't uh, don't hold a candle to Rocky. Ooh. Don't, don't you're that. telling me Rocky II holds up next to Rocky? Yes, you're we insane. are. Yes. Yeah. You're done. You're fired. You're out. <laughs> no possible way. Where's Eric? Call Eric up. There's no possible way you're that stupid that you think Rocky II has the merits as a story that Rocky has. Rocky is about coming up from nothing. And you're bringing Rocky oh, into Rocky right. too. The it's not even close. I mean, you're right about not first one close. in is always the the best. Not always because Godfather Two is the like the only one where like this is actually a better movie than the first one, and it is. I think all people would agree. And they're both spectacular, but Godfather Two might be. I still honest. prefer one just because of Marlon Brando. But he's but amazing. two's amazing. Two yeah. is, as a I movie, is really amazing. Yeah. Two is like it captures a whole new all that's by the thing itself. I like about the, all by itself. 
uh, Godfather 2 wouldn't have to have the 2 next to it to be a great movie at all. It doesn't need the 2. Rocky 2 by itself is garbage as a story and everything else. It's and it's got some great uh, moments and the box the boxing's the worst part of it. It's absolutely dreadful to watch that. Uh, because you're sitting there like, wow, did anybody ever see sure. a boxing match prior to this? This is ridiculous. I mean, negligent referees that should have been put in jail for the, yeah, the death match of two men. Oh, well, they're punching sure. each yeah. other on the ground a couple of times. Yeah. The ref does nothing. But that aside, because you'll allow that to be just dramatics, the movie itself has no story. None. The best, second best Rocky movie is that when uh, Adrian's dead with Burt Young. That brings heart back oh, to Balboa. it. That made, yeah. that made, was it Balboa? Yeah. Rocky wasn't a cartoon, and they made him a cartoon. Two, wasn't three, two the four. risk of a, the damage to his eye, or is that the three? Where if you you know if you three continue the, boxing, I think you could die with a punch to the. Three. No, I think that is three. two. Is it? I thought that. Yeah. Well, his eye's bad, but I thought three was the one where he smacks him in the head because he doesn't want him to fight Mr. T and put him in the tomato can. Well, he is, but that's that wasn't a health issue. It was just like. He just knew that Mr. T would destroy him. Well, that's the other thing. Nobody ever believed in Rocky for every movie. It's like, you're not going to win, kid. Like his trainer tells him. You're a bum. Even, even with Thunderlips, when, when Hulk Hogan's walking towards a thing in some exhibition wrestling thing. Can we get out of this? Is, are we contractually obligated? I'm like everybody wanted to quit in the ring. Like they never even showed Rocky a picture of what this guy looks like. F Rocky you, too. John, you're no such a hater. Sure. Nope. Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze was the best. <laughs> I stand by it. Turtles 2 might be better than Turtles 1. But also, uh, my sh- yesterday might have tasted better than today's. Sh- I don't know. Empire Strikes Back. People are saying close, close. But I've still got to go first. One I do on too, and because it still needs the first one. Aliens better than Alien. That's whoa. That's true. I'd say that's probably true. Uh, there's a few. There's Road a few. Warrior better than Mad Max. Yes. There's Although a few. Mad out Max there. is great. It I is love Mad Max. You know, yeah. what? but Road Warriors even yeah. that 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 can stand yeah. on its own. Yeah, I I think uh, there's a few. But let's not go crazy thinking that jumping back in is a good idea because for every one you name, I can Terminator name... Terminator 2? I can name 10. I still think Terminator's better. Terminator 2's bigger. Raw about Terminator 2 It was is, a good follow-up. Yeah, it's but, bigger. Know. Terminator 2 is the high budget. Terminator 1's the one that like, it looked like we could have made it. Yeah. It, didn't, you know, it was kind of like, wow, this is... And it was kind of a risk. And Terminator's still awesome. Terminator 2 was good. I did, the kid annoyed me after a while. Same. It's like, all right. I, I get a little annoyed when children are heroes. But I liked it. It's up there. But I'm not even talking about what movie sequels are better. It's just very rarely a good idea to dive back into something so brilliant. You can't, again, the magic of Rocky is not in Rocky 2, but Rocky is, so you think it's there. And it's not. The movie's okay. Yeah. It's it's nostalgia. That's the reason they made all those Indiana Joneses and are going to continue to do so. Harrison Ford can barely walk, and they just put the hat on him. Are they doing another one? Yeah. They put the hat on him. because yeah, he's he 88 again. years old. Yeah. They put the hat and the whip on him, and we go, oh, here's money. They threw Pesci in Lethal Weapon 2, John. Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's an argument for or against. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's all he says. It's four. No, Maybe. I think he was in three, actually. He was in three. Yeah, he was yeah. in three. When Chris Rock and Pesci, and yeah. when it got silly and cartoonish, it because did. it was yeah. a money grab. There's one for you, John. The Raid 2? Is that Raid Redemption? Raid Redemption. Two? And, uh, yes. Raid 2? The Raid Redemption is one, and then... Raid 2. Both spectacular, but neither considered <laughs> cinematic glory. I don't know it's, they're, oh, you got to see oh, Raid Redemption. Go yeah. watch Raid Redemption. Raid right. 2 isn't as good as Raid Redemption. No way. I mean, it's just entertainment. Somebody said Grown Ups 2. That's very true. Grown Ups 2. 
uh, makes you want to kill yourself Step twice as fast as grown ups want. A lot of these. Agree to disagree. Good day, sir. <laughs> well, good day to you. <laughs> and agree that you are an idiot. <laughs> No, that's there's no. From pop. Russia with love was better than the uh, doctor. Yeah, but what I, the whole point being, yeah. Rocky Two is not as good as Rocky. <laughs> you can name off a few. I'm not saying they don't exist. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. There's a few, but if you're saying Rocky Two is better or equal to, I'm Rocky, not saying better, but I think it's a, up there. No, you're a. F- I think it's I up agree. there. It's up there. No, incorrect. Ron Tomatoes uh, agrees with me, and you guys are morons. <laughs> It wasn't nominated for anything. Everybody, Win! Everybody kind of, I know. That's where it gets really bad. Is tally, and, and Rocky's trying to learn to read. It was funny, and it wasn't supposed to be. You just were waiting for him and Apollo to get it on again. And that was not what the first one was about. The first one was about uh, hope and giving a guy from the streets a chance. It made us all feel like, hey, sure, and dreams can come true. You can you actually can yeah. beat him. Yeah, and, well, and then the second one, you're like, no, he's going to be the heavyweight champion, which was the sellout of the first movie. The brilliance of the then first movie. Then they team up? Oh. The brilliance of the first movie is that you're kind of, he didn't care if he won or lost. His dream came true being in there and yeah. holding up. And you're like, this is this is the blue-collar working cheat. man's dream. Yeah. No, 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 we're not talking Rocky IV. <laughs> which one? The guys can change. I see a lot of you guys out there. You're you looking at me. <laughs> me looking at you. And that was the worst part of Rocky. In is the that general's box. The speech, yeah. Stallone started to forget what Rocky was, and then occasionally would write in use and stuff. But there's a line in, in Rocky he United four, two countries, Garbage. John. In Rocky IV, <laughs> garbage. when Talia Shire finally says, all right, I'll root for you, which was a growing theme throughout the entire series. He's standing in, outside of the Siberian cabin, and she says, I'm here for you no matter what. And then Rocky, who could barely speak the language two movies ago, goes, no matter what. <laughs> and I'm like, where did you come from? Who's this? I'm here for you, no matter what. I'm like, what, where's the guy from the streets? Him in his proper English. And don't get me started on what uh, the Sklar brothers discovered, is why does this guy from Philadelphia have a Brooklyn accent the entire time? There's flaws all over, Rocky. <laughs> I mean, no what, flaws in Rambo. What they should, like, the Sklar <laughs> brothers' bit on that is so great, because Rocky should have been like, we're going to head on down over here and get some water at the Water Ice Place. <laughs> And we're going to run up to Cherry Hill and do our five miles on the road. That's how Rocky should have sounded. This Brooklyn accent didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Got to get over there and catch the Phillies playing. Ah, what I wouldn't give for water ice and a cheesesteak about now. He's not Australian. <laughs> That's kind of what Philly sounds like. Look, we get our water ice. You like water? <laughs> they say water. Watch the guy who does the tape commercials. This boat has yeah, a hole in it. Seal. It needs yeah. water. It's taken on Wooter. That's Philly. Philly sounds Philly sounds like they all have a little bit of brain damage, but they came back from it, and you just got to smile and go, okay, uh, I guess you're going to make it through seventh grade, even though you're 30. Get a Wooter rice and a cheesesteak. Oh, no. <laughs> Full. Go downstairs. Kristen's from Philadelphia. Say, say water, and she'll go, Wooter. All right. Like, Wooter? <laughs> the hell's Wooter? Oh, get out. Shut up. Take you up to Churry Hill. Yeah. What's Churry Hill? Cherry Hill? Oh, you guys don't speak the language. Anyway, besides that, Rocky and Rocky 2. Big gap in between for quality. You just have that nostalgia. So that's proving my point again, that when they do Field of Dreams the game again, there's going to be people going, this is awesome, this is awesome, because you're just thinking about how you felt the first time. And the more they do it, the more you realize it's garbage. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is one of the worst movies ever made. 
It's crap. That Temple Doom's terrible. It's crap. Yeah. I mean, it's the sets are bad. It should have destroyed the franchise, but we loved Indy so much. Sean Connery was the only saving matter in the last one. And well, the third, the last, the third one. That yeah. I don't consider Two Crystal cents. Skulls. John, as a fan of Lana Rhodes, maybe you're with me on this one, but Anal Beauty 10. Way beauter <laughs> Way than the many. first Anal Beauty. <laughs> nope. Very rare the 10th sequel is that good, but watch it again. It holds up. Now, I would disagree on that, that I think the first one, they should have stopped at the first Anal Beauty. Uh, however, Pound My Mom Box, which was on last <laughs> night, the third one is the best in the install. That was on. That's Lana Rhodes? No, I don't know who that is. I wouldn't watch that. The word mom's in the porn. If you like the word mom in your porn, you see a psychiatrist like now. I was watching Pound My Mom Box last night. How did you get through that? The word mom's in it. John, you just unlocked something for me. A friend of mine is from Harrisburg. She has a New Jersey accent. WTF. She says use all the time. Use. Yeah, but that's when Stallone didn't know how to write for his own character anymore. (laughs) I've been watching people change. Views can change. I'm like, okay, you're not the same guy anymore. Knock it off. You have a robot at home. John, I've been waiting all these years for History of the World Part 2, Jews in Space, yeah. in order to It'll know if nice. it be better than Part 1. But that was the best part of that movie, is that when it <laughs> scrolled out, and they did Jews in the Space. The trailer. And you're like, oh, they're doing another one. And then yeah. he never gave it to you? Yeah. Because it would have sucked, and he knew it. The Blazing Saddles 2 would have been terrible, although they tried a Blazing Saddles TV show. They did? Yes. And, How uh, do you do that on what? TV? They tried it. It oh. never, you know, uh, there's a, I uh, uh, can't remember who the star of it was. It's a, it's a big name. It might have been Danny Glover. I don't remember, but they, they, it never, never saw the light of day, but they filmed a couple episodes and it never made it on. Blazing Saddles, the TV show, was almost on. That movie does it didn't not happen, hold up it when it's edited. So it can't no, hold up on it TV. It didn't have the name Blazing Saddles, though. Oh, okay. Um, Television titled Black Bart. Black Bart. And it was about Black Bart the Sheriff, and they followed him around. It was Produced for CBS. Who was in it? Who's the, who played Black Bart? Louis Gossett Louis Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. That's right. And it was... It was supposed uh, to be released uh, in 76? Mel Brooks uh, didn't realize that they had a deal that they could uh, make... Um, uh, he had to do some sort of a sequel. It was, in the, it was in the deal that he had to help write, and they wrote Garbage on Purpose, and they filmed the whole thing. And it's out there somewhere. Just wasting everybody's time. I'm yeah. sure it's on YouTube. Somewhere. I would imagine. You can find it out there. But. There's a phony streaming service called Nestflix that's uh, decided to, uh, it's dedicated to fake movies within real movies. So when you're talking about the history of the world, yeah. part one, the trailer at the end. It's got to be in there. It is. And they'll have other uh, uh, movie posters. They kind of do little screenshots of like Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. Great stuff. That's one of my favorites. Conan the Librarian from the Weird Al movie UHF. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting 2. Hunting Season. Oh. So the Blazing Saddles Black Bart. CBS aired the pilot once, only once, on April 4th, they 1975. Did air it. Pilot episode of Black Bart was later uh, included as a bonus feature on the Blazing Saddles 30th anniversary DVD and Blu ray disc, so it is out there. I didn't know that part. Yeah, but Mel Brooks talks about that thing being kind of a, a thing. Rocky Five got a 31% by the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Five was, was Tommy Gunn, right? Yeah. yeah terrible. That, that was terrible. Just terrible. People are asking if Creed counts in the Rocky Creed was franchise. pretty good. Well, oddly enough, the critics liked Rocky at a 93% clip, and the audience liked Rocky at a 69 which is very rare that the audience likes it less than critics. Unless it's like one of those weird sideways movies that 
Rocky Two was nowhere near Rocky Desert. There's there's, there's Lewis's uh, as Black Bart. Yeah, there's it's it's not even worth looking at. But is this on the? Yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even going to look at this. Yeah, it's, I, it's Rock Ridge. It makes me sad that none of the people are in it. But yeah, they've done that. They, they, they always go back to two. This guy just said it. Airplane two. Oh, airplane yeah. two. He said airplane two holds up. Compared to airplane, no, it doesn't. Not even close. Except for I did like the point where uh, William Shatner's trying to guide the, sh- the shuttle into the moon. Wow. Well, you need some type of bobby pin or something. And then Ted Stryker comes back. Oh, they have a bobby pin. What's a man doing with a bobby pin? <laughs> like he asked him to get one and then What's questioned his sexuality once he did. It was great. The two is good, but it doesn't hold it's up to not, one. It's not that. It doesn't hold up to one. It's just a couple of jokes. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, don't even start with oh, that. Yeah, I will no. wrestle you to the earth <laughs> and through it, yeah. Brady. Smoking the elephant. Bandit 2 and then 3. What about Police Academies? The first one wasn't that good. The first one has to be epic for the other ones to even be talked about. Cannonball Run 2 was terrible. Again, don't you're just, remember now, it. Now you're, just going to, now you're just going down the line of crap movies that had even worse sequels. Yeah. Anyway. Rocky Two's as good as Rocky. I'll, I'll wait for you guys to go into the bathrooms and rip your heads out of your nope. asses. No. The show can continue. You. You're standing. You're, you're being stubborn for no reason. You just have to understand that nowhere near as we're good. being stubborn. All, for no, no, I'm being. Reason. I'm being right. You're you. being stubborn. You're, that it's not as right. good. Well, that's all I was saying. To, but it held up the franchise. That the next sure. couple. Well, everybody loved it, but that's my point. It's like every time, it's a little bit less than the first one. And Rocky 2 is a huge drop-off from Rocky, but you still liked Rocky and Apollo, so it was tolerable. Rocky 3, Mr. T was visually interesting, had a couple great lines when he was trying to sexually assault Adrian. Pretty solid. Kills Mickey. What, what are we doing here? What's going on? Why are we killing off these kids? Rocky 4 is just absolutely awful. Rocky 5 is like children wrote it with crayons. Rocky 4 was entertaining, but it was not good. 3 and 4, the, the problem was they got stuck in that 80s thing. I don't know what was, it was going on. It was just an 80s thing. But although, Clever Lang was a great, great, great character. villain. Great villain. Great villain. But the movie was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no reason to root for Rocky anymore. He was the champion. The whole point was the... Formula front, of training. Yeah, the nothing to something. Two the, weeks. Then it, yeah, then it became a formula movie. It was nothing to something, though. Rocky was about a guy who had nothing. And then something, and that's what they tried to recreate with the last one, when it was Rocky Balboa, is he had lost it all again. And now he, was, now he had to be something it's again. It's amazing how much the music helps on those films. Yeah. Bill Conti. Wrath of Khan. Better than Star Trek. Three. Yeah, but again, that was two. Three. That was two. With yeah, uh, we're talking about sequels to movies Ricardo. that weren't very good in the first place. I'm talking about epic movies that you try to recreate the magic. Star Star Trek had no magic. It wasn't a good movie, so it would be real easy to make a second one better because the first one wasn't that yeah, great. Yeah, you wouldn't put in the rock. Somebody category. wrote Showgirls two. Showgirls two Showgirls had to be better terrible. than Showgirls. <laughs> if they made Showgirls two, just change the title because you don't want to even tie to it. Yeah, pound my mom box though. That. You get into two and three, and you're like, wow, they've really grown as writers. <laughs> Who does that? Mom. Oh, yeah, you can really see the character development. <laughs> Rocky. Porky's. Good as Rocky. Porky's 2 was terrible. This is ridiculous. Maybe that's his point. Yeah. Another example. Even ask Sylvester Stallone and say, Rocky 2, anywhere near as good as Rocky. I don't know, Rocky was my opus. That was the best thing I've ever done. It's not even close. Rocky 2 is just me milking it. Like, of course, it's, it's okay. It's nowhere near as good. 
But yeah, so back to the Field of Dreams thing. We do this a oh, second yeah, time. <laughs> do this a second time, and it's not going to be nearly as cool. It would be awesome if last night that was it, and they just grew the corn. And it was maybe generational. Because think about it. I mean, baseball's got a problem with young viewers. They can't get them. What did this do for that? Nothing. No. This is, I mean, this was a 1989 movie. So people who are nostalgic about this movie. They won't get movie, it next year either. No, people nostalgic about this movie are between 43 and 60. That's the exact demo that they're trying to avoid now because that's baseball's dying. We've because got them. No young people are watching the game. People like me, I did backflips for this thing because it hit me where my movie nostalgia lives, where baseball lives. It was awesome. But some 22-year-olds, what's, who's Kevin Costner? Corn. Yeah, corn. What the hell is this crap? Oh, boo. And, and half of them are Toledo now because none of them even have a relationship with their dad, so the movie doesn't even resonate with them. They never understood having a catch with their dad because they don't play baseball. That's why you need to pick different movies. You need to have, like, Quidditch or something out in the middle of the field so these idiots can have something nostalgic. Or maybe the Hunger Games where somebody comes out and eats one of the players. <laughs> Just garbage. But yeah, Rocky too. You guys pissed me off. Never said it was better. <laughs> it was as good. Said so it holds up. Ugh. It's it's just the fight scene. You wouldn't sit and watch the whole thing. It jumped the shark when uh, I tear up and you watch Rocky two and cry. I think pussy. I don't know. <laughs> pussy. That means you uh, one of them. Uh, what would Brennan call him? Uh, uh, Castellano. Deep. The mayor yeah. of. What movie do you cry at that you shouldn't? Because Field of Dreams makes me cry. Almost every time. Oh, that oh, opening scene. I got, uh, of baseball? Last night. No I kidding. You started weeping like, then. Because of the music. Yeah. The, I don't... No, I wasn't weeping. You were weeping. Was Crying and weeping are the same. You were weeping. Like an open I, sore. Yeah, what's the difference between weeping and crying? Um... The crying, maybe a, maybe a, your eyes well up, but no tears Weeping's come down. More dramatic. Weeping is more dramatic. Hyperventilating. And, okay. you know. See, I think if your eyes well up and you don't have any <laughs> tears come out, you've stopped yourself from crying. What you're describing is bawling. Yeah, bawling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's where I think crying and bawling. Or yeah, but weeping. You wept. you wept. You openly wept <laughs> last night. Tomato, tomato. Nuh-uh. <laughs> no. And you openly wept. No. Got a little choked up. Did you, weep? Choked. Did you weep last night? You said, no, you said you did a second ago. Why? Why backtracking? You, you I said I got a little did, choked you up. You said you cried. Did he not say you cried last he night? He said that. Yeah. I asked and you what did you cry. Wept. I said what did you cry? And you okay, said last night. You were flip flopping. Choked up. Did you cry? I want some answers. God damn it! I didn't have to wipe any tears. From the There's movies that make me cry that shouldn't though. And uh, Field of Dreams is one. I can't help it. When, whenever he says it, you Dad, want to have a catch? Uh, uh. I'm sure Toledo's just on the ground oh, yeah. at that moment. Oh, it's always got That's got to be a killer because all of us that felt that love of a father, <laughs> that's like a moment. You just have to feel abandoned all over again. Yeah, I avoid it. I would. That's a movie I wouldn't watch. <laughs> Ever. I'd watch movies about dads that die if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole dads. Just dick dads. Nothing though. in common. I watch it for that. Did you? Yeah. With the, uh, Hanks Tom, and Tom Hanks Gleason. And- yeah. Because he, he's an asshole dad. But doesn't he have to one. take care of his dad? And he like, uh, loves yeah. him? Yeah. He does. But it's still a father-son relationship. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, they bond yeah, over one, a gangrenous foot, if I remember right. That one got ugly cry on that one. Did me. you cry? Ugly oh, yeah. cry on that? Yeah, yeah. I ugly cry at uh, dog movies. 
Right, you, my dog Skip. My is dog that Skip. Yeah. I almost had to leave the I theater. I won't watch that movie. Don't. Yeah. I'd... Although, again, like my friend Brian Rendall said, he called me. He went to Harkins, a uh, Camel View, and called me and said, "Take a girl to my dog Skip because it turns you into everything they want us to be." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "Do it." I'm like, "I don't think I want to because I had just started dating this girl." I'm like, "I don't think I want to." Take, take her to the movie My Dog Skip. You will, I guarantee you, things will change in your life that day. And sure enough, I'm sit, I, that was that movie. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when Skip tries to get on the bed, but he's too arthritic. <laughs> <laughs> People tapping me on the shoulder. Sir, shut up, please. <laughs> Trying to enjoy <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Go home. I'm just welling up a little. This date is over. According to my friend Brady, this isn't crying. Now that's weeping. My dog Skip messed me up. Oh, there's a scene where little dickhead Frankie Moon is. I lived by Frankie for a little while in Arcadia, and I'd ride by his house. I mean, you should never hit that doggy prick mother because he smacks Skip in the face. Right on the baseball field, ironically. He's out there, and Skip runs out, and he wants to play with his boy, and he's like, no. And he's mad at him for embarrassing because every time he just gives Skip a smack. <laughs> Your dog. <laughs> it was brutal. My dog Skip crushes me. Uh, where, where are the red babe. fern girls? Babe. Oh. Yeah, oh, babe. babe's a killer. That'll too. do, pig. Yeah. You start singing the song in here the one time, and I almost teared up. The well, what's With, his name? Sang it. Yeah. The uh, uh, the better thing is is that uh, when my dog Lexus was dying, Babe was on. And she had a thing that got killed her in six days. She was fine. She got a, a, a they thought it was rat poison. It turned out she had a small, like, uh, microscopic tumor behind her heart that made her blood thin through her veins. So she was bleeding internally. And we were, and she's laying on the couch. They thought they had it controlled and next to me, and her head's down. And uh, if I could make a day for you, comes on. And I'm like watching thing with her next to me. <laughs> I would make a morning. And her head lifted up to the TV. Golden and true. So I started to sing that to her. And she's looking at me with these deep brown eyes. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so Babe uh, reminds me of Lexi. And it drives me through the moon. I can't watch it. Babe Pig in the City, however, they made him a prostitute. I'd rather. Uh. That was disgusting. <laughs> John, any love for the Any Which Way But Loose series? Of course, Any Which Way You Can. <laughs> yeah, but again, let's not go hillbilly white trash I know Bella. and worry about the sequels to a movie that wasn't that great to begin with. I knew these texts were coming. All right, you pussies. I'll drop a box of pads off today. Where do I need to leave them? <laughs> right at My Dog Skips Double Feature, which we're uh, going to show Brett, and I guarantee I'll be staring nope. at you. Nope. Not right, watching. Right when, uh, oh, he's the, uh, it's a boy and his dog, for Christ's sake. Yeah, that one crushes me. I remember Old Russell. Yeller when they would show that in, like, oh, was yeah. it elementary or junior high? Right. And it, that's still, yeah, to this day, yeah. I still won't watch that one again. But, uh, brutal. Yeah. When, when Travis has to go kill his dog, and like, can't you, like, it's so inhumane. Yeah. He's got the hydrophobia. From saving Travis's life, you ungrateful prick, shoot yourself. I hate you, Disney. You, yeah, Disney. Disney's <sighs> the worst. You have me trying to define now, John, because I always thought weeping was like tears of joy. Your eyes are technically crying, but you're not fully invested in crying yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> weeping is weeping is that. <laughs> what am I doing? What's happening? <laughs> that, that's when you're weeping. 
crying, I think, is that <laughs> you have one of those moments. Oh, the one that got me in the theater uh, recently was that Mr. Rogers documentary. Oh, yeah. When that little yeah. boy, that little uh, oh, I need wheel. I see that. Oh, good. The documentary will kick you square not in the Not the Tom Hanks, the ball. actual documentary. No, that's, that's not good. There's a scene with this kid named Jeffrey who's in a wheelchair. They're singing that song? And they start singing, and Jeffrey sings along with him. Google that. I might cry if you get that scene up. Uh, this little boy comes on, and they didn't rehearse anything. Uh, his parents said that you mean the world to him. He's got the, he's got another surge. He had, like, no spine. He was born with one eye and a jellyfish spine. I don't know what was wrong with him. This is the worst disease ever. And, uh, and he, he knew had, the song. And he had an... an uh, sit with Mr. Rogers it's like a, it was almost a make-a-wish type thing his parents were like would you and he's like I'll have him on and they wheel him out there in his little Stephen Hawking thing and he's just all crippled up so in the theater I'm sitting there and I'm like don't go don't commit and then they start singing and I look over and Megan is done and I'm just like I cry ugly. And at the end, Brady goes, I love you, Brian Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the movie. That's a tearjerker for me. Oh, we're still at the end of the documentary. Uh, Mr. Rogers is getting some Lifetime Achievement Award. And in the front row, the cripple's there. He's an adult now. He made it. And they hadn't stayed in touch. And Mr. Rogers, like, hits the ground and crawls to him to, like, give him a hug because he hadn't seen He remembered him immediately. Oh, Brett, I swear to God, if you, this is it. God damn it. <laughs> Can you tell my friends oh, lose it. what it is that made you need this wheelchair? Sure. Well, oh, when ridiculous. I was about seven months old, <laughs> I had um, I had a tumor and... It broke the nerves to tell my hands and legs what to do. I see. And he's the OG Caleb. I got yeah. a wheelchair when I was four years old. That was your first one. Mm-hmm. When you were four. Uh huh. He told Jeff before they started oh. that they would have a chat and then sing a song oh. together. No, oh, that's right. Oh, don't do that. Don't, don't. It's not the way. <laughs> Go back to the beginning of it. Go back to the beginning the of it. Singing. It's not right the way. There. <laughs> It's you. Oh, crying I like. It's not the things you Jeffrey wear. Sing back. Watch. It's oh. not the way you do your hair. But it's you I like. The way you are right now. Oh. The way down deep inside. The little cripple starts going, I start going. Not it sings way better than me. Harmonize. Not your fancy chair. That's just beside you. Wait till how they end it. But it's you I like. Every part of you. He didn't even know he knew the song. Your skin, your eyes, your feeling. Was it old or new? I hope that you... No, this kid's got like... His spine being removed in 12 hours. Oh, he's on a metal frame. Yeah, he's sitting, he's sitting inside like a puppet. Of a, yeah, he looks like he's on a spit. Watch this. It's you. Oh, Fred, you bastard. What's happening? It's you. And he does the boop on the nose. And there must be times when you do feel blue. I'm not feeling blue right now, though. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> His spine comes out tomorrow at 12 hours. <laughs> 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 oh, 
watch that thing in the theater. I was a now blubbering. Now I want to see him uh, at the awards. Yeah, and then at the end, there he is in the thing in the chair, and Jeffrey's there. Oh, uh, that was that was the other than my dog Skip. That was the most embarrassing cry I've ever had. There you go. There he is in the chair. Oh, you got Jesus, Brett. I'm making it right now. I'm John Holmberg. Shoot away for Tampax. He crawls up there. There he is. Then they go into Enter oh, Sandman. Right. And everybody in the audience is like, <laughs> Make it stop, Rick. Oh, look at him together. Are they going to sing again? Oh. Candace Bergen's losing yeah. it. It's an honor to be here tonight, to be part of your proud moment, this proud moment. You know, when... when okay, you- I can't watch these two. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thanks for all that, guys. All right. It's you. I like Brady, you're kind of like that kid. Yeah. Always, I always look at you. You're always sitting down when I see you. Spineless. <laughs> Weepy. Probably on the brink. You never know when Brady's not going to come in the next day. 20 years from now, I'd be shocked to see Brady, too. Uh, don't. Hey, Holmberg. Movies never made me cry, but I will tell you. The day my 21-year-old cat passed away, you oh. guys played Slipknot Snuff on the radio. Yeah, Had to it. pull over on the side of the road and cry my eyes out. You're a Every serial killer. Every time I hear <laughs> You're a serial killer. Oh you kill people and, and bury them in your basement. There's nobody in the world who's ever said my cat died and then snuffed by Slipknot who took me over the brink. Unless you've got blood on your hands from several murders. Thanks a lot, guys. Do you have any idea how hard it is to drive with my eyes all teared up? Yeah. Crying. Thanks, John. Yeah. Guys driving, com- a, driving a truck <laughs> with a burk, burk. It's going on a commercial guy. for Christ's sake, you pussies. Don't cry on the air. Don't do it. <laughs> we wept that time when Pat Tillman died and that ranger called on the show. Oh, man. And then he read, read the ranger's yeah. creed. We didn't ask him to. Right. And he's like, and we were just having, you know, just like if you guys want to let it out. And this guy calls and he goes, I want to read something to you. And he read the, the ranger's, I guess it's their creed. I don't know. I looked at Brady and. Brady's blubbering like last night. The welled up. No, no, you're a mess. I was crying. I can admit it. I'm a man. I know when I'm crying. I don't need to Allergies. Definition of that. I was teared up, man. Michael Lego says, uh, Defacer here. Still Magnolias for me, John. Well, you're Sally gay. It's different. <laughs> Michael's a homosexual. So. Steel Magnolias is pretty good. He sees it different than us because it's more of a fever dream of things he'd want to be. <laughs> Like, he's looking at the outfits, and I wish I... And no, I, I don't watch those movies and cry because I'm not Sally Field. <laughs> I told you the one that got me as a kid was the uh, King Kong. Oh, yeah, when oh, he said that right. was tough when he's laying in the middle of yeah. New York. Yeah, as a little kid. Because you, you wanted him to win. Yeah. The dickheads kept shooting at him. It kills me, not a movie, but those goddamn Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Oh, I can't watch I, it. I have to change the channel. I don't oh. care what I'm watching. I'm changing it. That Geico one's pretty strong, I think, where she, they have her on there. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's yeah. Sarah. That's no, that's uh, Lisa, Lisa Lowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that makes you cry, though? No. That, it, it the guy tear her up. You same, say, same you error almost. I what I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I need better insurance. I might be the only one, John, but I cried at the end of Gran Torino. Not because he dies, but because he doesn't give his dick relatives anything. That's true. That's tears gives, of joy, actually. Yeah, yeah, because his relatives suck. Yeah, that is it. And then he's been that that uh, Hmong kid steals his car again, but he gets to keep it for real. That song starts playing. Yeah, that's pretty weepy. Makushla gets me every oh, time. Oh, don't get me started on Million Dollar Baby. Makushla. 
Oh, man. All right, I'm going to just have weepy weekend. No, it's appropriate because i got to go to my uh, twink neighbor's uh, wedding reception dinner this weekend. So. <laughs> it's you I like. Oh, man, that kid. That's why I don't like people in wheelchairs. They'll make me cry eventually. You're just going to let me down. You cried to Caleb? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I don't like hanging out with folks in wheelchairs. You're, just, you're inevitably going to be sad. Inevitably, our relationship is going to end up awful. Steve Gleason? I mean, come on. Who's that? Oh, God. No, I can never oh, be friends God. with him. Oh, forget it. I'd be a disaster every day. He would not want to hang out with me because I'd be crying all the time. Like, Why are you crying? Because you're so clearly going to die soon. <laughs> I don't want to hang around, like, death happening. Oh, it'd be awful. Great lead in this morning. Huh. Got a funeral this weekend I got to go to. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're going to be weeping, geez. too. It's not going to be any fun. Mask up. Food will be good. You like food funerals. Food will be good. I mean, that's a positive for the living. It's a yeah. celebration yeah. of life, and those people sure know how to make food. So. Goddamn Disney is right, John. Homeward Bound. Can't watch it. Oh. They showed that thing on a plane for me once. <laughs> this was the first movie I ever saw on an airplane. It was Homeward Bound. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> We're not in Chicago yet? <laughs> they had to land it early. Yeah. Get them off the plane. Western Airlines would like to take this opportunity to ask you guys to man up a little bit. Maybe pull that pouch out of your badge. <laughs> it's just a movie, sir. Please stop. Jesus Christ, can you do this crap on Mondays? This is not the way I want to charge into the weekend. Charge in with tears in your eyes. Also, remember that person that broke your heart? Hello, Seattle. I'm listening. Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats? Oh, I don't know how we're going to follow that up. but uh, <laughs> A little emotional. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Check out Josh and the boys. You got got the mountain bike ready to roll. You got a BMX bike for the kids. They got scooters, all the accessories you're going to need. Plus, they are carrying our five-alarm coffee. And I just so. told Troy Hayden Morecambe that uh, we're ready to go. So we're going to take him out for a Oh, yeah? Ride. All right, let's do it. We get the Action Ride Shop boys to get Troy Hayden Morecambe out there with us. And do we have to go, out. though? Those no, guys no, I'm, taking, <laughs> okay. I'm sending Troy out with, all right, the, good. with the pros. Thank God. But the uh, pros. Check, check out their brand new... Uh, Check out their brand new website, actionrideshop.com, as well as check them out on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Children of the Corn showing up from Corn, uh, considering what we were talking about yeah. earlier. John Fogarty, Center Field. I knew that one was going to come in. Good one. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, a couple times. Ice Nine Kills. Body Count, No Lives Matter for the black players having to wear those uniforms last night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Parkway Drive, Beaver 333. Is Body Count's No Lives Matter any good? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Let's do it. I, I haven't heard it yet, and that's interesting to me. I want to hear Ice-T's uh, take on that. All right. That's from the new record, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the, was that the new one? Or the, I think it was the one right before. Not yeah. the one that came out this year. No, it was the one right before. One before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, it's Friday the 13th as well. Yeah. If you're interested or still have uh, some sort of feeling that that's a thing. Which I'm not sure people do. I'm sure other radio stations are like, whoa. That's just weird. Knock it off. Is it a thing? I don't know. Whenever you're worried about it, just remember, it's tomorrow uh, in Japan, so it's already over, and we'd know if something bad was going to happen. So I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's focused on you the Friday the 13th. Besides that, uh, Asian people hate the number four, so it's never ending with the bad luck. Four? No, I don't like fours. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a bad luck thing. Are the, well, does the casinos have fourth floors, or do they skip those too? Oh, uh, Casino does not have 40 through 50 at the places that cater to Asian. Oh, okay. Yes. Aria goes from uh, floor 39 to 50. 
Oh, okay. and I think uh, also that the uh, encore and wind, the, the wind, yeah. The number four apparently re- resembles the word for death. Yeah. Oh, all right. So they don't like that when they're throwing their cash all over the baccarat table. <laughs> and they do. Boy, I don't know how to play that game, but they know it. They learned that as babies. They're just all Asians at that table. Just dice are all over the place. Like, what the hell game is this? Like, you don't want to play it. Why? Your eyes are a little too wide open. <laughs> You're not. You won't get it. <laughs> Look, really? Yeah, you not. You have to keep a ledger. Yeah, you got, yeah there's like accounting. <laughs> yeah. Are you Jewish? No. Okay, you can't play this at all. Yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't know how to do it. Uh, let's do it. You got the bounty count. Downloading. All right. Because that's it. But Friday the 13th, that's why I went. You know, uh, I've won a lot of money in Vegas on a Friday the 13th weekend. It's a pretty good weekend to, you know, buck the trends. The one that they get you on is the uh, 7-7. When July 7th, every casino goes, ah, come on down. I've never seen anybody win on the lucky numbers, but yeah. the unlucky ones seem to walk out of there with cash. Been uh, Friday the thirteenth or at uh, Indian Casino, I mean uh, Guardian Casino. Well, I'm heading up there tonight. Yeah, go to the. Are you going tonight? Yeah, yeah. The Guardian Casinos will. You'll pay on a Friday the thirteenth. You just got. I mean, not everybody, obviously, but it's there's. I've seen more luck on the, those weekends. Almost as if they're thumbing their nose at the whole lucky numbers thing too. I've I've pulled that twice. I've gone on Friday the thirteenth and it's been lucky. So good luck. Thanks. Knock it cold. You ready to go? Uh, yeah, I was just trying to. Oh, yeah, we should probably look at that. I'm assuming. It is body count. Body count is going to say terrible things. You never said uh, the movie that actually got you, though, Brady. <laughs> what are you, what right? are you talking about? <laughs> like the one that made you cry like a baby, did you say? The one that gets you every time that you shouldn't cry at? Rocky 2. That's <laughs> his favorite. All the Rockies get me. Nothing? Um, There's nothing. No. Nothing top of mind. You won't admit it. Can, it I can, Kids no, movie. I can watch something that I'm E.T. like with five minutes. Better have your you know, championship right. stuff gets me for yeah. some reason. So I cried when Tiger Woods won that last Masters. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, the Olympics every now and then. No kidding? The Olympics yeah. made you cry? What part? Just uh, accomplishing the love the of a child. No, someone, you know, winning something, coming back from. Uh, uh, it's just the Have you cried through the love of a child since yesterday's quote of the day? <laughs> Have you ever cried just because of the love of a child? What, yeah, like, that's what a do you yes. Mean? I don't know. You brought up love of a child. I don't even know what it means, but you're. You well, it's it's something that you, you, you know. It's not like a tangible. It's a weird. Yeah. Do you ever just thing. stare at Kirby and start crying? Um, when she was younger. Yeah. There's time. Creepy. Well, it's when like when Alex you know what? Catch you. I know. Like every dad says they've done. I created this. Yeah. And you're part of that and. It's just amazing. Right. So what Toledo's dad said. Oh, I created this, Yikes. and then he cried and ran. Kick it away. Every father cries. <laughs> That's Toledo's lasting memory is the card. <laughs> well, I don't have that Then memory. they poop no, on you. He, he does. He does. He remembers you crying and him crying harder. And then they crap all over you for the next 22 years and then blame you when you're paying for their therapy. It's perfect. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one for me. We'll, switch we'll, it up to no. you can do it? I can do this. I don't know how is fast it, he's going to do that. It's going to be a bunch it's of skips. Look, too fast. If but... it gets out of hand, we'll just stop. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Hold it's on. body count. This one's called No Lives Matter. It's not. He's never a like. He's not one of those Eminem types. Freelancer. Guys. Yeah, he's all right. I can get through this. He throws it out there, but it's, I, uh, yeah, he's we'll not. It. He's not a speed guy. Nope. We'll get it. All right. Start it. Uh, let's do this thing. It's, uh, body count. Your wake up song. No Lives Matter. Watch this. We say that Black Lives Matter. We're 
off to a bad start because I have different lyrics to what you are playing. Yeah, my No Lives Matter does not have any of what you just said. I just got lucky. <laughs> We're not playing that. How about a little Cinderella or something? Anything? GNR. GNR sounds good. Well, 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 Here, this, I'll pull look, up the list again. This is my uh, my lyrics don't match those lyrics. Not even close. Oh, mine did. Did they? Well, no, different diff- different than that. Here, hang on. I'll pull up. The- Do you want me to pull the list back up? I mean, if I get the better lyrics, I'll go with genius lyrics. Yeah, none of these are the same as what just played. <laughs> yeah, genius lyrics is closer. I'm not playing that one because he said BS, and that wasn't even in mine. I was worried about F-bombs. Uh, how about a little something else? All right, hang on. Let's we'll say we play some uh, Coming Undone by... Tied up here, look, right? I got this one. I'll, I'll do this. Okay, he got it. I'll do it. We got, uh, got it, we'll go with Corn, Coming Undone. Since uh, last night was the big cornfield thing, got to go with corn. All right. And I got to take a breath now because I, Ice-T just scared me to death. He, he's, <laughs> he gave me a, a lyrics that don't even matter. Uh, it's corn for last night's game. It's 98 KUPD. Hold yourself together, Brady. Ozzy right there. It's 741 here in the morning sickness, and it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. But before he does that, I have to tell you, somebody emailed and said, oh, my God, John, I'm married to a psychopath. Uh... My wife watched that Mr. Rogers thing and said, John's being a pussy. Showed it to me. You know, it was all I could do. I had to blubber through the whole thing. In tears, I was sobbing. I'm like, you're a horrible human being, lady. <laughs> That's good litmus test to see if you're married to a sociopath or not. If they're unemotional about that, you might have somebody you want to cut loose. She's going to try to kill you. Uh, it's time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Hooters loves NASCAR. When Chase Elliott finishes in the top 10, you can head to Hooters the day after, and you'll score some delicious freebies and enjoy a nice cold Mick Ultra while you're there. Also, our Ching Chavez, available at all Hooters locations. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Friday morning to you, world. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Friday the 13th. Ooh. I got some fun facts on Friday the oh, 13th. Oh, yeah. Let's have it. It's not a thing. And you know what? We've made it. Oh, yeah. I'm all over the map. <laughs> it's this big Friday. He's... Stroking her. Yeah, I know. You're Nobody knows quick, for sure. It up. Yeah, it's right off the bat. We'll give him another chance, but it's not like looking a good. No hitter. <laughs> Nobody knows for sure how it started, but one theory is that it's biblical. The origins of Friday the Thirteenth, uh, from the number of guests at the Last Supper and the crucifixion wow. on Good Friday. Well, if it's scary and been debunked, it's probably biblical. Breaking a mirror. Ancient Romans believed that mirrors held a piece of your soul. Idiots. And a separate myth said that our body renews itself every seven years. So those two things together helped create the seven years of bad luck. The black cat crossing your path. Right. Middle age, that came from the Middle Ages. Um, because they asso- associated a black cat with witchcraft and right. demons. Which, by the way, is still a problem at uh, shelters. We lost our home pet rescue this week's pick. The litter is a little black cat named Bug. Black cats get adopted at like a rate 10% slower, right? like at a 10% clip versus everybody else. Like uh, other cats that aren't black, 90% chance they're going out before a black cat does. Black cats hardly ever get adopted. And the, the one Bug yesterday, uh, unreal. This cat was the coolest thing in the world. And he's tiny, like, like the size of a kitten, but it's already had uh, its own litter. Yeah. They call it a kitty litter, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So they had that and uh, go on there. It's free. So it's the pick of the litter. But black cats don't get adopted that often. And that's just a silly thing. Black dogs, too. It's the same thing. Racists. Knocking on wood. The idea here came from ancient civilizations that believed with me. trees housed various spirits. 
the touching of the tree would give you a protective blessing from those spirits. That's right, man. That's why you got to knock wood if you're with me, man. Raider football. That's how it works, man. Knock wood, Brady. That's right. Brady's. You don't like Dallas Cowboys mojo moments? That's a bunch of queers. (laughs) Knock wood, man. Get wood and knock it up against more wood. Get your wood. Hey, Vegas Raiders. Everybody get wood and bang it together like Raider fans, you know? The Cowboys are playing sword tips. The last one, white lighters are bad luck. What? This route uh, comes from the 27 Club. Young musicians like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain all died at the age of 27. Yeah. According to the superstition, they had white lighters on them when they died. But Bick. <laughs> Disposable lighters uh, weren't even invented until 1973. Hendrix and Joplin died in 1970. Yeah, but they were the first ones to have them. Prototypes. Yeah. What did they light with before? Just matches? They didn't have flint and tinder. They might have the Zippos and stuff ones, like yeah, that. Yeah, those. And that could have been white. Sure. Tim the Sorcerer used to light my cigarettes. Some foodie news. IHOP is adding alcohol to its menu. You can go get breakfast now. Uh, now you'll have... Uh, ideas. No, they got for, that on uh, Camelback's got alcohol. Yeah, everyone's nice. starting yeah. to jump into it. And hopefully by next year, they'll have all their locations yeah. where you can get the champagne, bar, beer. Yeah, Camelback IHOP has... Uh, or is it the IHOP? Yeah, yeah, it's the one on Camelback, not the one on 44th Street. But the one on Camelback has a bar. We ate there one time, remember? Yeah, after and, and they, one of the was, shows. Yeah. But it was already closed. Uh, the bar was closed like 2 in the morning. Brock's rolled out uh, turkey dinner candies last year. They're oh, bringing man. them back. They're, uh, they're bringing back four of the six flavors. Roasted turkey, stuffing, green beans, and cranberry sauce. But they dropped the ginger glaze, carrots, and sweet potato pie. Swapped them out for apple pie and coffee. Candy. Get a bag of those candies. <laughs> Are they they're little suckable brocks that taste like a... I think so, pie? or they could be the chewy caramel. Ooh, apple pie, that might not be bad. Yeah, that one. They, they kept giving uh, your buddy Guy props on the broadcast I last night about know. his apple pie hot dogs. Ugh. We let a mentally deficient idiot, R-word, do the menu tonight, and he dipped hot dogs in apple <laughs> pie and called it culinary cuisine. His name, Guy Fiati. How well, is this idiot... Traipsing along on my earth, getting credit for things like apple pie hot dogs. You morons. Stop giving this guy credit. He's not creative. He's disgusting. He just, it's the, it's what you give pigs at the end of a meal. It's like put it all in one bowl and serve it. He thinks it's food. I went to lunch yesterday with a couple of guys and one buddy brought a friend and met this guy before. He leaves Sunday to film Guys, grocery games. He's going to be on the show. There's four contestants. He's Is there any way we could get him to like? Well, no. He said he'll come back guy. If, if he's if there's some stories. He's oh, like, sure. I've heard them all. No, he won't there's, be able. To. You don't hang out with the host. No, but he's yeah. trying. To, but the experience and stuff. He'll be there. He'll he'll be handled by producers. They'll tell him, "Don't look at guy. Don't talk to guy as a human." And like, by the how way, did that happen? Eat your cereal covered in potato chips, raisins, <laughs> cheese. Guy's an idiot. Did they show the hot dog, Brett? No. no. They, they, wanted people, they, didn't, they didn't want people to tune out. I didn't see it, but John Smoltz just kept talking about how great it was. they had to. They yeah. paid for it. Yuck. A 67-year-old man in England named Alan Slatery decided to get in the bank robbing business. 
back in March. His first stop was a total bust. Handed over a note to the teller. They couldn't read his poor handwriting, so he left empty-handed. The employee later huddled together. Uh, they all got together. I was going to say, you can't do that alone. <laughs> Employees all got together um, to figure it out. Because um, I'll show you a picture of the note. Well, they had to figure out what the note... What, what he was trying to say. Your scream won't stop. What give got? Just hand over the tens and twenties. You can figure that part out. Think buddy. about the customers. Tang high on the place. Tang high on the place. A sixth grader wrote this. This actually looks like uh, Guy Fieri's uh, most of his ingredients. Oh, it was reading it correctly. It says your screen won't stop, and I've got uh, what I've got. Your sc- screen won't stop what I've got. Okay, just hand over the tens and twenties. Yeah. So Think he was referring the to the screen. Might have been a security screen that you can't see, or you can set alarm off. That won't stop him. Sounds like an Anthony Kiedis lyric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your scream won't stop. Your scream won't stop. It gives you the guts. Give me that 10 and 20. He's just Randy Newman with ads. <laughs> so, Once you start hearing his lisp, it's impossible not to hear the lisp. It's hard to watch him. Once you, because the lisp is now all I see with him. Every time that happens with a singer, I'm like, oh no, it's going to just constantly be lisping. He's Abby, Abs, Randy Newman. So I went down the uh, street with uh, note number two, and that one was more legible. Oh, okay. Well, good. It's got all away about, with $3,000. Look, handwriting and penmanship are very important. That's why you get graded on it. But they end up catching up with him. He just was sentenced to four years. That's it? Yeah. We're trying to rob banks? Yeah. Yeah. The bigger heist. Who knows if you saw this? Six hundred million cryptocurrency. <laughs> okay, so they could have probably figured that note out faster than Brady did explaining it to us. Yeah. <laughs> so there's six hundred million in cryptocurrency stolen from uh, a decentralized finance platform, Poly Network. Oh boy. Um. They even broke down, uh, they got $33 million of Tether. And the hacker actually sent uh, a little email to the uh, platform saying, look, I was doing this as a challenge. Right. And I won. And he's going to give it back. And I can tell you how to, so he gave some of it back. There's $600 million left. He gave around $261 million. He goes, I'm going to give most of it back. I just want to let you know that. It's easy. I'm it's, taking a finder's do it. fee. Right. Yeah, so, so he's going to get a job with the uh, yeah. security companies. In response, last week, um, one of the guys from the SEC said, I believe investors using those platforms are not adequately protected. Coinbase seems to be pretty... I, you don't know. Pretty, but yeah, you don't know. It seems better. There's a way to protect it on Google Chrome that I've done, and I could not repeat it back to you because... It was so many steps. It was like I was falling down the stairs to try to figure out how to do this. And at the end, I'm like, I think I did it. There's ways around that to where Can you get back in. Are either, you one of those I have guys who can't no get back idea in? how to do. Oh, this is just to protect what I've got. You'll be one of those gotcha. guys with one chance yeah, left. Yeah, I have more for a password. No clue what I did to do it. But then at the end, it said something about doing it. And I'm like, I every step seemed wrong. And then at the end, it said you did it. So. I've got some science news. All right. Is he ready? He's Hello, my friends. Wow. I'm Professor Brady Bogan, and this short science news. 
I like when he messes his name up. <laughs> An asteroid bigger than the Empire State Building has a slightly higher chance of hitting us. <laughs> it's higher because NASA did some more research. It's called Bennu, and the odds of hitting Earth in the next 300 years, around 1 in 1,800. Hey, that's pretty Originally good. Originally, said 1 in 2,700. That's within the next 300 years. Yeah. So Morgan Freeman is wrong. There's an asteroid headed somewhat close to us. Eh, maybe. If you live to be 300, you'll see it. The closest thing we've found to an actual dragon was unearthed in Australia. It didn't breathe fire. But it's a flying dinosaur with a wingspan of over 20 feet. Pterodactyl. Yeah, didn't yeah, we, kind uh, of do we know what it petrosaur. is? Yeah. Cool. They, um, if you look it up, the, what they found in Australia, the, they have the skull. They show a picture of the skull. Awesome. It could do some damage. I can't wait till we screw up. And do the Jurassic Park and bring one of those things back. We're going to get Finally that. Finally get one the of DNA. These oh, we've got one. it. Somebody's going to mess around and do it. One of these countries we can't trust is going to do it. They already tried it with woolly mammoths and stuff, and I think they made that big kind of mentally retarded woolly mammoth. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do it with one of these things and lose control of it. And I cannot wait, A, to lose control of it, B, to see how we rectify that and fight it. It's going to be bloody. and Hopefully it's like over Denver. Like, it'll just flow over a, a Rockies game. And they're like, oh, there's that dragon we let loose. And then we got, you know, jet fighters trying to kill it without hurting people. This is going to make a mess of everything. Doctors at UCLA found that vaping is really bad for your cells. Even, even doing it once might make you more susceptible to various illnesses down the road. Other health news, a study in England found that if your first job was really stressful... You might have a higher risk of heart disease later in life. No kidding. First, every first job stressful because it's your first job. You don't. It's all stress. Yeah. Because every well, day you don't know what you're doing. Well, some are a lot more doing. stressful than. It. But your first job, no matter what it is, you're stressed. Yeah. Or you could be a paper boy. You're stressed. But I guess if that out. continues on, like it's just stressful right. the whole time, it makes sense. But... Most people's first jobs are in the. You know, restaurants and yeah, food and stuff are like stressed. Yeah. It's horribly stressful. A new chimpanzee study found that they say hello and goodbye just like us. They also judge other chimps for how polite they are. No kidding. <laughs> they have a class. And they, they all go, hey, sup, player. They do it just like us. Yep. No kidding. I've not seen that, and I've been to the zoo a few times. What up, dog? What up, man? Hey, what's up, Leon? That's your science news. <laughs> you seen Jeff over there for a little bit? He's an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> Impolite asshole. <laughs> They're just like us. Look at that. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's your science news. Go ahead. We'll end it with some radio videos, but the, the first one was trending yesterday. Uh, Alabama sorority pledge. It was trending on TikTok, and then there's a hashtag Bama rush. Oh, it's yeah. pretty hilarious because the videos are all different girls, but they do the same exact thing. And it, the breakdown is, uh, for example, they describe their outfit. My top is Lululemon. My skirt is I just have to have it. And my shoes are Golden Goose. Hashtag Delta Gamma. That's a brand name? I just have to have it? Yeah. 
I guess so. No, John, not all sorority girls are hot. This one's not then. No, there. Uh, I mean, these I'm are the lambda, lambda, lambda. Well, why are you watching it then? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, oh, Brett. No, most <laughs> of them are, but then yeah. If you say sorority guy. girls and you bring me fat people, yeah, I am not interested. Yeah, I'm out. That one with that combo was not. All right. Well, then, what are we looking at sorority girls doing anything for? Well, find some hot sorority girls. Yeah, in. I don't like that's fetish new. sororities. I like the real ones. I like the ones that all look like Olivia Jade, whose parents bought their way in. Is that her? Hey, y'all. What's going on? It's the last day of philanthropy. Here's what I'm wearing. Top is from Auburn. Skirt is from Cook. Shoes are from Glow Goose. And I'll see you later. I'm really happy you have the best time. I hope you have the best day. Bye. mirrors, Brett. Uh, we just, we just went to that before we went on the air. There's plenty that were pretty. There's, you know, and then one guy went viral because he jumped in and did. Oh, so a bunch of girls. I see what's going on. So yeah. she was the first one. Yeah, yeah and, and then, then there's just a ton of them that all took it. I just have to have it. Revolve. Random Boutique. Pie Pie. Um, pie Pie. I just have to have it. Wow, Pie Pie is the one to avoid if you're in a fraternity. I just had to have it. Decorative the Omega Moose. A week from Amazon. This is a sheet from my bed, a uh, barefoot, and a chip clip to hold it all together. Oh, she's terrible. But she's joking. That's a, dude, bro. That's a felt. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell from here. <laughs> <laughs> the beard was tough to see around. Who's that one? Whoa. Oh, there's plenty. One hour of watching Alabama Rush talk. Me, after one day of watching Alabama Rush talk. All right, my shirt's from Alabama. Oh. My skirt is from Lulu. My earrings are Shein. My, my bruises from Lulu. Eric. <laughs> and my shoes are from Martin's. Oh my God. She's an, she an OnlyFans page. Go to her Pornhub video because I know she's got one. Oh, she's definitely. That's not the only thing she films in that room. This is the most attractive one. I think she's a mom. I think the last one was the most. Yeah, you got a mom thing. It has too many kids. To be this invested in Bamboo. That five head, Jesus. I like hanging out with Brett. I want him to judge a Miss America pet. And so we continue to act She's the most attractive one. Didn't you see the last one? Of all of them? Yeah, she's like 60, man. You got a thing going on. Rocky Tuesday. You got a thing happening. You better get those glasses We did the Kate Winslet thing yesterday. Or was it Kate Beckinsale? Beckinsale, let's try, yeah. Not Kate Winslet. You wanted to have fantasy weekend with Beckinsale and her kids. You just don't include moms in fantasy. The word mom is never included in fantasy. In your fantasy. No, in everyone's Shut fantasy. Up. Or you're doing it wrong. No, no, no. Hildy's a mom now. Right. I don't fantasize her anymore. <laughs> no, everybody does. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You don't fantasize about moms. Because you know you why? You fantasize about people if they happen to be moms. No. Oh, well. No, that's the problem. Then the fantasy's that's dead. That's your problem. No, that's your problem. Nope. It is. Nope. You saw it when he just said she's the hottest one, and then five head rolls up yeah. on the screen with her C-section scars. Got a couple more radio videos. <laughs> Girls getting hurt. Oh, good. On boats, there we go. boats and hose. Like it? All right. This girl has no pants on to the point where they put a peach. It's a thong, I think. Oh, she, she slides, slides off, off the, the back of the boat. Oh, that's a good one. And the weekend doesn't care. No, I think it's Odell Beckham Jr. He makes a reach for it yeah, for a second. And then he had to put his beer down, and that was a lot to ask. Okay, girls and thongs getting hurt. Hose down by a bottle of champagne, and the big boy slips. Oh, Gabriel Iglesias is going to kill these girls. Oh, help me! Oh, he's, oh, he's in the drink. <laughs> he's home with his family. Oh, my God. All the other whales. I don't think he came up. The video doesn't last long. Those girls have about a year left before. Oh, the one on the left's already getting it. <laughs> You're terrible. It's great, though. This next one, this guy's feeding an arowana fish. They're in um, South America. They're 
Oh, he's doing it with and his good. Knocked him out. Good. He, he, he deserves yeah. it. I'm he's out. I'm, he put his face over. Yeah, and oh, he's chomping his mouth. It's a little. Watch it. Bip his head and knock him out. <laughs> Idiot. Good. He deserves yeah, everything he gets. People Anytime. are not concerned about fishing him out of the tank. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't get in there with Give those. Give my camera. They're heavy punchers. The heavy hands of an Aranda fish or whatever that thing is. Hey, when you feed wildlife with your arrogant, stupid face hanging over the edge of yeah. the deal and you want to do it mouth to mouth and it knocks you out, you have to sink or swim and he sunk. <laughs> man. The arrogance of man. We control the beasts. Oh, there's a giant soccer ball. Yeah. Oh. Now, this. Sound on this one. If Megan Rapino played this game, <laughs> I'd watch. This is also a sorority thing. This is <laughs> nine sororities and the giant soccer ball, and all of them get knocked out. That's great yeah. stuff. <laughs> now, that's women's soccer I can get behind. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that big one on the right. <laughs> she takes quite a shot. Which means the big one on the left puts a real heavy hit into that. Delta Kai! Ball. Delta yeah. Kai! Oh, man. That's a good one. Last one is this guy grabbing a cluster on a brick wall. What is that? Cluster of like. What what are those? Spiders. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, I think. think. Those are mosquitoes? Yeah. Oh, oh, he's got like a handful. Is that disgusting? That video trick? No. No. You're my friend now. Oh, he's got like a. I've never seen anything like it. It's like when Candyman spit out the bugs. Yeah. Looks like house lint. Oh. It looks like pubes on a brick wall, and he just picks it up, <laughs> it and the mosquitoes... It's a cluster of daddy long leg spiders. Oh, oh I thought they were flying away. Oh, yeah, okay. It looked like they were flying Oh, off. that is repulsive. There's thousands of <laughs> That's them. That's an orgy. They're getting it on. <laughs> Toledo would like it, because the kids are involved. It's a dad and a mom. <laughs> How old are they? <laughs> daddy long legs. That uh, means mommies can't be far behind. Haters. I got a mom thing. <laughs> this one's clearly the hottest. Toledo, that's Rue McClanahan. Yeah, but she's ah. the best-looking golden girl on the show. Judgment. What are you watching? Baywatch is on. Golden Girls. You would love uh, Bang My Mom Box because it was on last night. $14.99 for three hours, you get six channels. That's a long time. It's pretty good. You don't need all three hours. No, of course not. The first five minutes of Bang My Mom Box. Do you go back before it's over just to kind of say you've got your full time? Sometimes you feel a little bit weird about renting. Like, I wake up in the middle of the night with... Nothing to do. Renter's remorse? Like two out. No, like two in the morning. And I'm like, mm. I'll just fire up a little of this $14.99 stuff. I don't feel like getting my phone off the charger. Bang, my mom box was on. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it. I didn't even know that I uh, enjoyed it. I just watched it. Just on in the it's background. It's soothing. It's the sounds of love. I like hearing uh, the love of a child. The love of a mom. love of a mother. Toledo's not like Toledo does. He's weird about it, but I'm normal. Uh, it's 8.03. There you go. That is your Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. Uh, there you go. It's uh, Lincoln Park. It's 8.12 here in the morning sickness, and uh, off we go uh, again. I got to do this real quick because I've been telling Tyrus I've been doing this for all the way. He's uh, Tyrus Etheridge. Is uh, He goes by Tyrus Craig on stage, but he started his comedy career because of this show. And uh, he did it on our December 7th. Comedy Infamy? Comedy Infamy thing. And he started that, so he's been doing these shows, and he's been uh, bothering me all week about plugging a show. He said, it's all uh, happening to me because of you from Holmberg's Happy Endings, January 2020, when you kept when you had Caliendo in the studio, and he kept comparing me to Mitch Hedberg because of my voice and stage presence. 
And that day in your studio is the first time I'd ever done it. I didn't win, but it opened a lot of doors. Uh, so thanks again. Will you please promote my show tonight, Friday the 13th, at JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert? Uh, if you want to go see Tyrus over. If you're in Gilbert and you want to see some Tyrus Craig comedy, there he is. Now, the reason I say this with zero to no uh, enthusiasm is because this very same person who I find to be entertaining on my emails a lot just emailed me a little bit ago about the uh, topic we talked about earlier this morning, which is, you know, we weren't really talking about, like, great sequels to movies, but it came up. And he said, what about the Beverly Hills Cop series? I feel all three of those hold up. All I'm three? Like, wow, no. Right, I don't want to see your comedy now. Unless that's the best joke you've ever written. And three was terrible. Eddie Murphy was on Letterman, and Letterman said, so what are you doing a third one for? And he goes, I'm cashing checks, Dave. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. He's just cashing checks. The third one is dreadful. I mean, two was entertaining, but it wasn't Barely. good. No, it was not good. Again, the magic of the first one was just chemistry between everybody that was there, and then they tried it again, and it didn't have that special thing. But it had a couple good lines, and yeah. it was a little funny. Third one, I don't know what the hell that was. So no, Tyrus, as much as I was looking forward to promoting you, then you fire off all three Beverly Hills Cop movies or top-notch in your book. So that's comedy to him? All right, I'm out. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't think I want to go see him yeah. anymore. But uh, he's not the headliner. The headliner might uh, still have hope if you want to get on over there to that place in Gilbert. JP's. But Tyrus, either that's the greatest joke you've ever told <laughs> or your uh, compass for comedy is way off and you're going to crash. Either way. He's very funny. Like, most of the time his emails are good. That one just took me off. Like, right before I was going to promote him, that's what I read. I'm like, what? But uh, that's kind of neat. He started that. A couple of people have uh, gone on to try comedy. DJ Pags. He sent me some stuff. He's been doing uh, open mic nights at the Improv and sent me his first view. And he was like, dude, critique this. Tell me. And I'm like, okay. So I fired off a couple ideas for what he's doing. And he did another one last uh, couple weeks ago or a couple days ago, whenever. Sent it to me again. Taped it. And he goes, what did you think of this? And I'm like, it's a world of difference. Like, he's doing great. He started doing it because of this show. A lot of people hear us and think, that's easy. I can be. I can do this. <laughs> And they're off and running. My buddy Max Power. Although I talked to his dad, and his dad would rather he just stayed at a job. Because <laughs> I told him, like, hey, Max, is a, your, your son is incredibly funny. And uh, I'd love to see him. I saw his very first time on stage, and he was great. And I'm like, man, I think he's got something because he's really quick, and he's, he's funny. And his dad looked at me, and he goes, I would just, uh, he's got a very good thing going right now, and I'd prefer if he just stayed there. So I'm like, just don't talk to that boy about stand-up comedy anymore. He's kind of adult. But Max is funny. He's great. Uh, it's 816. Speaking of funny, people who actually are funny are going to be here. Brett Ernst is going to come popping in here again, and we can get the... Uh, we're going to get blessed. Yeah, we're, well, God bless. We're going to have to... My bless. cousin's coming back. Your cousin from another. He's a relief pitcher. I think they had some issues going on, and he stepped in for some of the changes that they had to make. What change? Because I know... Somebody, somebody dropped out. Okay, because originally, that was Flip on Thursday. Mark Marin was going to do a bunch of stuff downtown. Mark Marin did last night. Yep. And, and he, he did stand did up last live. night, yeah. But the problem that I had heard, and this was yesterday from yep. Brad, was that, well, it wasn't a problem. Mark Marin wants everybody in the crowd to he, be vaccinated. He just changed his mind. They asked him at first, and he said no, and then he came back, and he decided he wanted proof of vaccination or a 48-hour clean test. test. Yeah. So you have to get tested to go to Mark Marin's show. Now, if you already bought tickets, right. then you have to go get right. a test, or you have to have your vaccine card right. to get in. Right. And I don't know how that works, because I asked Brad, I'm like, how do you do that? Do you have to ID and match the card? And he goes, that's what we have to do. So I'm like, because I could just give you mine, right. or you can just copy it. He's like, no, nah, you have to have your ID match the names. And I'm like, wow, that's a hoop. Clips don't want that headache. But again, man. they don't want that headache. But if he wants that and you're if not back, don't it, go. Yeah. 
Those cards are so easy to... I mean, it's like Photoshop. Well, I mean, mine's so destroyed at this point. They're like, don't laminate it because of... Mine is just ridiculous. It looks like an old receipt now. It's just stupid. Like, this thing is not going to hold up. I'm devastated. Look at it. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. They didn't make it wallet-sized. It's bigger than my wallet. It doesn't fit in any of the holes. i got to fold it. It's just, just like my wang. It doesn't plan anything. i got to fold it up. There we go. Yeah, you heard me, Brett. <laughs> i got to roll that thing out, you know, like a red carpet, just enough to get it going. But, yeah, uh, so this is silly. So I was going to just give it to people who wanted to go. If they want to go, here, they, they ID you as well. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Brett shows up because he got nothing to do. <laughs> He's uh, And he knows you're in town. Yeah. He likes it. I'll go back he over was- there with my Goomba. <laughs> God bless. I tell you what, God bless. I bet you he doesn't think Rocky II is as good as Rocky. Oh, like you morons. The worst of them. That is not the worst. I just wanted to start it again. I just wanted to see what you got. No. (laughs) Bait taken. (laughs) Uh, Brett Ernst is coming up in just seconds. It's 98. The worlds are colliding. It's eight twenty-seven, and it's like uh, you know, it's it's always good to see it, but it is a little soon, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. It's family. <laughs> Brett Ernst is here at the Tempe Improv. Uh, it's just your, like the the guests that won't leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making phone calls in her office. Like, when is he still here? Uh, Brett Ernst is here. He's at the Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow. You're a fill-in for something. Someone haywire. Well, I mean, I guess. I, I, Brad, what happened? Yeah, they wanted yeah. Brett. That was it. So they just canceled everybody yeah. else. We needed Brett again. It had been a month. But uh, you know, it's always good because it's good to have you back. So you're always yeah, fun. No, so it's I mean, not listen, a bad thing. It's, I, lo- I love coming here, bro. You yeah, me? it's great. And you're an hour away now. You're up in Vegas and yeah. everything else. And you and Brady and uh, our Brett went out and uh, did whatever you guys did last time. Did you guys go to dinner first? Yeah, we yeah, did. We, yeah. we went to go. Uh... I forget what lie I told you to dodge that. I don't remember the story. What did I say that I could I couldn't go because... I probably Steelers were in town. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, Steel, yeah, a couple, yeah. I think Elsie Greenwood's uh, wife was around, and I just wanted to have a wake with her. I didn't. I mean, Jack Lambert are golfing. <laughs> yeah, that's right at night. Well, you guys were at dinner. I had to take Lambert out for putt putt. I don't remember why I didn't go, but I just didn't. I'm glad you uh, guys next had time. Fun. That's why I'm back. <laughs> to make now me you're rain check. Now I got to come up with another line. I got to go to a twink wedding tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, that that's a great the the sequels that hold up. That was a kind of. No, now, these idiots think Rocky Two is as good as Rocky. We said it holds because up. It we didn't say it wasn't. The it's not on the same level. Everything. It's not no. on the same level. Not even close. No. It's not even close. It's it's almost like two different movies. Yeah, it's the heartfelt yeah. story of rising it's up like from a, nothing. It's like a Big Mac and then a quarter pounder with cheese. It's still good. It's just not the. It's <laughs> yeah, not. The, not it's the not the, It's not the main. I'll stack. tell you which one held up though the most. I think. What. Uh, all 47 of the Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> each one gets better than the last. The bar started so low. How can they screw that Except up? Except for Fast and Furious 28. Yeah. Eh. It got a little shaky. Yeah. Hard to believe a couple of things that were but going on. But they brought on. it back in 29, so oh, it was yeah. all good. Yeah, well, they fixed a lot of the problems. Yeah. yeah there's nothing Johnny about Toretta that. Jr., he was strong. Because we were talking about that Field of Dreams game last night. Yeah, yeah. And that was just ridiculous. I was watching it in the airport. How unreal was that? Just watching the... It was pretty cool. So, but... Uh, they're going to do it over and over and over again and just ruin it. Well, I don't know if you saw uh, all their dead fathers started coming out of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They so they, streaming yeah. out of the fields. Wouldn't it have been great if the, if the effing thing worked? <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, Ty Cobb's just standing out there like, who's going to do the lineup? Joe Buck goes, holy <laughs> sh**. Ty Cobb's in center field, you guys. 
Like, it would be awesome if the thing just turned on us, yeah, and that's how we find that's out. How we, that's how the zombie apocalypse happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, all these oh, dead people yeah. start coming what back. What a movie. Jon Snow comes out. <laughs> They're coming. What's happening? The White Walkers just come out of the cornfield. <laughs> like, that would be great to watch. Just dress them up like White Walkers and have them wander out onto the field. But they're going to wreck it. And so it brought me to the thing. Like, we always, as Americans, want to capture magic again. It would be great to just grow corn on that thing and never do it again. Mm. But we won't because there's money involved. It's, But it's still pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I think it we It won't be when out. the Rays play the Rockies. You can't yeah, do that. You know, that you we're going to milk it. You can't do the Costner it. walking out again. No, you can't. Or do you try to make that an annual they're thing? They're going to. They're going to. Yeah, you can't do They'll it. Drag I out. just, I just wish the Yankees wore their old uniforms. They did. No, they had the. It said regular Yankee. They didn't have the. They had the old. No, yeah, they had the old numbers on the back. The old numbers like, on the back yeah. in the New York. It was. It was. It was, it was the, no pinstripes. They didn't have the pinstripes in 1919. The away uniforms were just oh, gray. Okay. So they said New York on them, which is my complaint. There, if I was a black guy in either of those teams, I wouldn't have played last night because <laughs> those uniforms were representing segregation. Yeah. You weren't allowed to play. So yeah. they go, hey, slap a uniform on and get out there on the field. We're going to celebrate 1919. If I was black, I'd be like, no, we're not. There's nothing about that year I want to celebrate, you jackass. Am I wrong? They commit to everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, do, they, they do sell out. Sorry, black guys. Just for whites tonight. Guys aren't playing. Abreu, you're on the fence. I'm not sure if we can put you in or not. The people might accept. Yes. So it's one of those things where if you wanted to get all weird about it, you're like, I don't think any of the black guys should be playing in this. But I, I was watching it in the um, at the uh, – Airport. Airport, yeah. I had some time to kill. At McLaren? Up yeah. there, yeah. And you know what, though, man? We're, we're having an Uber problem in Vegas. I don't know if you have it here, but you can't get Ubers. Why? Because they were getting unemployment. Oh, so they don't want to drive. Nobody was driving. No kidding. Yeah, it, was, it was an issue here, and then they, I think Ducey got rid of the uh, the extra pay for unemployment, yeah. so now everybody's like, well, I guess I've got to get a job now. I went some, uh, went to L.A. just uh, during the basketball playoffs, and they said that on the planes, like, get your ride an hour or two before because we're we're, nobody's on Uber right now. And we had to take a cab. Old school. Yeah, we had to find some cab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? I forgot about so, this. In New York, the the Ubers were gypsy cabs, right? So, oh. like, if you got off the thing, because, you know, you had to pay for your medallion out there. What does that mean? Well, if you're going to be a, a cab driver, you have to rent out a medallion. It's like $250,000. No kidding. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a mortgage. and and It's like a liquor license and, almost, and, a license to drive. Yeah, and the taxi drives. But then you have guys come up to you at the airport. And be like, where, where do you want to go? And we, we, they were called gypsy cabs. Right? Ah. So they had no medallion. And that means they could rob you and there's no tracing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> They're not tracing you back. If something anyway. happens, yeah, there's I, I, no one to go after except yeah. them. Right? But they still, it's it, that was like, but now when there's no Ubers, everybody's acting like, but there's still those cabs. Yeah, and they just sit there wait. And the cab line is still going. Still going. That's, that's somehow or another sticking around. And, and they're getting the last laugh. Yeah. Cause, uh, well, that's true. I didn't even think of that because I was going to go to Vegas in a couple of weeks and I didn't even think about the Uber stuff. Just get a car. Well, here's what I do. Uh, I have limo service. Or just call me. Evidently, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Drop of a hat. I'll fill, in, I'll fill in for the Uber. <laughs> gypsy. He's a, he's a gypsy comic. Uh, Brent Ernst is always available. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah, he's at the Improv tonight and uh, tomorrow. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just kind of a weird thing that you're back already. Uh, but it's good because that means we're we're able to travel and do whatever we want, and it's going to shut down in a couple of weeks again because everything's going haywire, and we're all going to die from. Oh, you guys yes, think it will? Oh yeah, there's going to be riots in the streets, uh, <laughs> death everywhere, fires. Oh yeah, stuff's going to burn down. The second I'm telling you, the second some 
Pinhead. So wait, you don't think this sequel is going to hold up to that? <laughs> I, think, I think COVID-2 <laughs> is going to be bigger than COVID-1. Now, it might not be as good, but it's going to do its job. The second some uh, some redneck has to be told by an 18-year-old hostess at a, at a restaurant, I need to see your vaccination card. Mm. Uh, there's going to be a fight between an 18-year-old girl and this guy and then the manager, and then people are just going to lose their minds. Gunplay. Crazy amounts of gunplay coming your way. Enjoy this weekend, Brett. Thank you. This is your last one before COVID <laughs> just you. takes us all down. How's the single life? It's, you know, it's... <laughs> I, uh, you know, running a good clip. I don't, I don't have anybody telling me what to do, so that's that's, that's, a, positive. that's nice. a positive. I, every ever, dollar I make, I can actually do for myself. It's, it's all yours. Yeah, I get to keep it. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's that's really odd, lovely. man. Yeah. You forget about that, you know? You don't have to, like, divvy anything out, or no. nobody else has your cards? Nothing. Yeah, and it's, it's all mine. You're talking, you're talking a lot of people. I bought a sword. You bought a, You have a sword? Because you can. For the wall. I bought a... Uh, uh, you starting a dojo? Because of no. the, this, this karate so kid I thing's going too far. That's I just it. bought it. Oh, I, didn't hang, I didn't even hang it up yet. But it's I have it. And I bought there. it. And I'd have to ask, you what are what? you doing with this? My buddy Kevin Christie has a great joke about that, where guys buy swords. And like when that's like... Sing, and, I, and I bought it. And then I texted him right away. And said, <laughs> I bought a sword. I don't know why. <laughs> where was it? Uh, it's on Amazon. I'll pull it up for you. Oh, you, you just were this? shopping and swords popped up. Yes. Well, I was looking. Uh, What's your algorithm, man? I have, it's, I <laughs> How does that work? Now it's, it's really changed. I'll show, you, I'll show you the sword I bought. For real. I'm not lying. Well, gonna, you know what? I could do it. I didn't have to ask permission. Yeah. You know? Hey, honey. Impulse buy. Honey, I know I I, I work I gotta and show it's you my something. money, but can I buy this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in the current battle right now to buy this thing. Well, you remember when uh, Fitz was drunk shopping on Amazon yeah. and he almost bought that suit of armor. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm buying. He, was, a- <laughs> he had it in his cart, like literally. I'm, what, what is that with us? Without permission, I'm buying a life-size Ronald Reagan oh, wax figure. <laughs> is that Ronald Reagan or, or Milton Berle? I thought it was. I thought it was David Bowie when I first looked at it. I don't know what this is, but it's a it's a life-size. <laughs> I think it's Swayze with the mask on. And you know why? It's a man thing. You know why I want it? When I saw it, I'm like, that's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. But it comes with his dog. Yeah, five hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm getting that. That's five hundred bucks. Five hundred dollars because it's awful. But it's six feet tall. Ronald Reagan with his, he's got his tie open. It's a wax figure. You got to put that in the studio. Oh, it's coming in. It's it's going everywhere with me. I'm getting a carpool lane. Put him by the pinball machine. (laughs) Old Reagan and his dog. But it's the creepiest thing ever. But I'm like, it's only five hundred dollars. But you're right. As a single guy, that purchase is already made. It's done. As a married guy, you're like, all right, I gotta. At least game plan how this is explained. Where is this going to go? Let me no. explain you how great it is, too. I, I could just go eat. What's that mean? Like Without making any no, decisions. Oh, yeah. No yeah. decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Worry. I don't know. Where no, do you want to go? Yeah, right, here we go. None of that. I can or, just go. I already ate isn't a thing. Right. Or they or they don't get mad at you. Uh, nobody's mad at me for eating. Right. Right. Well, why didn't you call me? Well, I didn't yeah. know. None you of that. can also watch any TV show you want without waiting. Absolutely. I can have the Man. TV on. It's it is. It's great. This is this is. I you can, know what? I could pleasure myself in every room. <laughs> That's well, I <laughs> do that. Nobody's gonna anyway. bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that since I was twelve. My parents gave up on that punishment. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. So you're never gonna dive back into that uh, marriage thing again. Uh, I don't know. Not for a while. <laughs> I got a five year plan. Where's your sword? It's right here. I got it right here. <laughs> you got a five year plan? Yeah. Look to at try to sword. avoid all Check the STDs. Out my sword, dog. Look at this thing. Look at that thing. That's big. Oh, my God. I'm bigger than I thought it was going to be. That is a single guy purchase right there. Sword. I don't know yeah. why. Yep. I don't know where I'm putting it. Yeah. But it's mine. You're starting a dojo. <laughs> You're going to have a terrarium. Look at so. the handle on this thing. 
<laughs> that was made by an artist. You, you know how many barbarians you could kill with this thing? <laughs> you know how many, you know many Anglo-Saxons? Yes. How many serfs? Would you look at that awesome. one? That was it? Or did you uh, shop some swords? Uh, you, you know like, what? I, I you know that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. I did. I shopped swords. Because <laughs> I, I, like, you look at the handle what like do you, this. Where handle. do you see the shield that's coming? <laughs> do you have it yet? <laughs> you got this shield up, standing alone in your house after pleasuring yourself in any room you want. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like a Thundercats? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I predict this though. There's going to be a pathetic moment where you're just holding that sword. With a, a, a yeah, a puddle on your stomach of whatever gush you just threw out on yourself, <laughs> and think I got to change some stuff. This is getting old. I don't like this as much as I thought. <laughs> as you, you know, it'd be even worse if you use it like a butter knife and scrape the tummy puddle off with the sword. <laughs> it's my steak it's restaurant. <laughs> yo, those, thing, those things are heavy, man. I don't know how to. I don't know how to fall with those. Back then. I don't Lessons. know if they ever did. I think it's all garbage. No, I don't like you a, couldn't last long no, in a battle yeah. with a twenty-pound. Like our movies sword. show them, like for I think you'd it was be exhausted. You crank one guy over the head with it. It's more like Braveheart, where I, they just kind of kill people you real this. fast. It, when I shot weeds and I I was in the the kitchen with the gun, yeah, you know, that Wait, was a real Desert Eagle. Oh no, cat! Those are huge. And just that, holding that thing, just up? holding that thing. Yeah, those things are. Yeah, it was heavy, heavy, dude. Yeah, I've shot those before. Break. There's no joke on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like sitting there. Yeah. My shoulder hurts. Yeah. And they like explode <laughs> in your hand. Yeah. So you I had to fire it. I just had to hold it. Yeah. That, and the handle's like, a, it's like the top of a baseball bat. Those it, things aren't was, real. Yeah, I was. So like, what you're saying is you'd much rather had but, used a sword. It, it, well, that the sword is heavier than the gun. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they ever really, because they, they have those medieval knights things, and I'm like, none of this is real. These guys do this. This is all choreographed. If you really got into a fight with one of those gigantic swords. Like a six-footer. The thing I'd avoid is a dude who like, seems like he knows what he's doing with his. I'm like, I'm not fighting you. Medieval times. I like the joust. Like, imagine you got a beef with some, all right, go grab your horse. I'm going to grab my horse. And go grab his You're on. Your 400 yeah. length spear. And, and the easiest thing about yeah. the joust is yeah. 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 don't you Not turn. Alone. Don't you turn. The, the easiest thing about the joust is a little right turn. The clink, and you get him as he's going by you. Tag, no you're it. Yeah. Oh, that was against the rules. I'm like, we're jousting. I don't know. The rules suck. Yeah, I don't understand any of that. I just don't. I think it's all made up. I don't think any of that actually I, I, I ever happened. I, I'm gonna go. I think it did. We're gonna. We're gonna have to. Like maybe to... twice, guys <laughs> thought jousting was a good idea. And they're like, we gotta change I'm this. I'm just up. saying how they came up with it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, you know. just breakneck speeds. It's chicken. You know, I just thought of something. I might want that thing with the ball with the the mace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That might a be morning star. Might be or strong. I don't like your uh, dungeon anymore. That's going to be weird. And then, yeah. And then then it goes to the rack. Yeah. The worst thing's going to be the chick that comes to you. Well, you don't bring them to the house, do you? Yeah, of course. Oh, terrible idea. Why? Oh, then they know gated. where you live and it's gated. <laughs> gated. Hey, come in. Never mind. That. Yeah, that's different. That's different. All right. Yeah, because the, the last thing you want is a girl who likes that stuff, too. Like you got maces on the wall. It's almost like a deterrent. We'll talk to keep off air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's in my it's a lot of the new stuff that's been going on has been a little little wacky. So. Well, yeah, because you got a house of swords and maces, and the last thing you want. Is I only some got girl one sword, it. but there is uh, there was something in the garage that this one girl wanted. Me oh come on, to, you can't to do. You gotta yeah, like you know, tie her up and whatever. Oh, you made. A well, she wanted right. me. To, well, she wanted me to. Build, this is how you know you're getting old, by the way. She wanted me to build like this this thing to rack her on, right? <laughs> like tie her up. And I'm like, I gotta go to Home Depot now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm buying two by fours rope. 
The guy's like, oh, you redoing your patio? I'm like, nah, Courtney's coming over. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I got a date. Nothing quite as sexy as hiring two Mexicans to bang yeah. a girl. <laughs> no, they just built, they built the rack and left. Yeah. It's done, Mr. Ernst. You can go. Yeah, I, uh, I would actually pref- I'd prefer that. Yeah, so did you put her up on the rack? No, nah, well, it was, I'll tell you another time. <laughs> it, it, doesn't, it, was, um, it was very interesting. Damn it. Oh. And doesn't, is it Penn Gillette? Who has the uh, elaborate dungeon? One oh, of them well, does between uh, uh, Penn and Teller. Uh, I, think I don't know if it was them, but I know the Amazing Jonathan's house was a dungeon. Yeah. That whole thing No, I'm crazy. pretty sure. Yeah. Pendulette probably. Why, why do you say that like that's common knowledge? Yeah. Because I thought <laughs> we... Here's a reference. Well, I thought we talked about it one time, and, um, and he talks about it. Maybe you talk about it. I haven't heard it. It went through... It, it did like a Cribs with him. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't remember that at all. You remember well, weird either. Yeah. The, like, uh, I'm saying, you don't forget no, like, a good sex A lot of those dungeon. chicks like that 40 Shades of Grey guy. Yeah. They, just forty they, of them. Yeah, whatever that is. He don't like the last ten. And by the way, I don't know if you ever saw the movie or whatever. But, uh-huh. You know, if All that three. guy if that guy wasn't a millionaire, that that, that would be a lifetime movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this guy would be a predator, but yeah. because he has millions, ooh, that's it's high. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he, he, he abuses the crap out of him because he's a billionaire, and all the ladies were like, "This oh, is this romance." Is yeah. I'm like, "What in the hell is going on here?" Yeah, there's no. Well, that's the whole point of. Uh, uh, what's the movie that the, the, the is a millionaire who just abuses women constantly? Oh no, it's uh, Titanic was on last night, and I was thinking in my head, I'm watching this, I'm like, this is a woman who's uh, only with a guy because of money, right? And she's uh, looking Security. for she's looking for another piece. Uh, she finds it, leaves him right in front of the guy she's supposed to be marrying her fiance. Like, just totally has wait, this affair right out I, in the open. I have a whole bit on this, which you can you see do. online. But this is the other thing that people miss at the end of the movie when the old lady dies, yeah, and she goes to heaven. Right? <laughs> is that it? Yeah, wait. Well, maybe. No, it is. And Jack's waiting for it, right? He turns around because she's dead now, right? right? <laughs> and everybody's crying. But I'm thinking, like, what about the guy she raised the family with? Yes. Like, where's that The guy? whole time. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. just up there. But that's romance. Switch the roles on that. And not only that, this guy probably worked his butt off his whole life. Yeah. And then at the end, she throws a necklace worth $50 million <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah. is like she could have been an honor. She's yeah. a horrible person. Yeah, horrible. From jump, <laughs> yeah. the first scene in the movie. Game. First scene in the movie, she's like, I'm only with this guy because of his money. Yeah, I'm like, they're what trying a to bitch. take it. And we were rooting for her in the end, and, and she, she gets the door. And she clips some degenerate gambler in a Model T Ford. This guy's a <laughs> vagabond bum. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a dirty, he's a stowaway. She clips a poor in the middle of a stolen vehicle. And then he can, see Italian, he can see Italian whack yeah. on the ship. Now, Billy Zane, not the it's coolest bloody. guy in the world, but she agreed to this. I know, well, there was a little plot. Yeah, I understand maybe, you know what, I'm not real happy here. Give myself a little action with this poor kid, but you don't keep the fifty million from the family. No, oh, but she, she's just an awful person. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and now we can. I'm going to do this this thing here because I'm proud of all of us that we yeah. didn't mention that she killed him, that she didn't let him. I, oh, she totally killed him because yeah. there's been memes and a thousand jokes about. That. Yeah, uh, she kept the door. So we went we went deeper. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 dug deeper. We got into the <laughs> psyche I have another of one. Rose. I have another one on uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But like, you ever notice how the family's broke? Oh, yeah. But then when he comes home with the golden ticket, yeah. now Grandpa Joe gets up. Get out of bed. He gets, <laughs> gets out of bed and starts yeah. dancing. Yeah. That's what it takes. <laughs> is that what it took? There's a, line, <laughs> there's a line in Willy Wonka where Grandpa Joe in the beginning is watching that uh, daughter, his slave around, doing stuff. And she said, well, you could help. And he goes, the floor's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her, like, now nah, you're getting up to clean nothing. The floor makes my Now that's good writing. But he's dancing when they get that golden ticket. And I always wonder, where are they? Like, it's, it, I thought it's England, but Grandpa Joe sounds like he's from Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know where they are. Hello, Grandpa. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
hey, not for nothing. Get it was. The, the fishy <laughs> lifting. Yeah. Grandpa Joe's a bad person, and he yeah. convinced him to, to go in the fizzy lifting. To, to yeah, break away. Almost yeah. ruin the whole thing. And it's not even the first, like, goof. Like, he'd watch two or three things go by. He'd seen Wonka get upset. And yeah. he realized you don't you don't leave the tour group. And, when and he the, does it at anyway. At the end, he goes, we'll show him. We'll go give him that thing. Hey, I'll show him. We'll give it to Slugworth. Yeah. And Charlie's like, no. <laughs> right. The test was, <laughs> give it to my so competitors. Yeah, like, if he listened to Grandpa Joe, he, he, he Grandpa Joe, he wouldn't even never had the factory. You know Let's get out of here, You know what would have been great? If we should redo the whole movie. It would take real, it would be a second, is when uh, Willy Wonka's in his office and Charlie comes back in. And and then Willie just goes, "You stole fizzy lifting drink. Good day, sir." And then credits roll. You lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. There's no more happy goes to ending. Black. It's or, over. Or all of a sudden he gets cracked in the back of the head. It's <laughs> <laughs> so Italian. And now and now we're in a Tarantino movie. Now there you go. Right. And that you, one I watched. The next scene, Charlie's crying, dismembering yeah. Willie. Yeah, you got Pesci right? shows up. There's dead midgets everywhere. You stole fizzy lifting drink. You're done here. <laughs> Or how about awesome. this? The uh, elevator goes through the roof and it crashes. They all three die. It pushes them out. Yeah. No, you know, you Willie's got to live. You can't kill Willie. He didn't do anything wrong. But no, he's got to get whacked in this. He's in Wonka's no, got to get whacked. Oh, yeah. Wonka, listen, no once one Wonka gets... says, you lose, right? And he turns around and Grandpa Joe goes, oh, yeah? yeah. And then boom. Yeah. And that's when they crack him and then, then they dismember him. And then, yeah, see, this is my favorite. then they take the, the Oompa Loompas to, do to, to bury him. Like to mess with the heads? <laughs> hey, Christ. you bury him. This is what happens. You get out of line. And then breathing a little while you're putting the dirt on him, like Patchy and Casino. Yeah, this is my favorite part of this job is that adults just had a conversation where one guy actually said, with quite a lot of passion, then when Wonka says, <laughs> that's how you know you've picked a good career. Because this ain't happening in, in CEOs' uh, offices. No, and stuff. it can't happen. No, it can't. It shouldn't. And it's the way uh, life should be. Brett Ernst is at the Tempe Improv. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, uh, filling in for God knows what. Brad won't tell us, but something horrible happened. Uh, TempeImprov.com if you want to check that out. What else is going on? We have, it's been a couple months, but anything new? Uh, we wrapped on Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai's done. Well, that's, totally? Oh, wait. It was wrapped. Uh, no, I had one more episode, I think. You were shooting it when you were here last time. I was. You had yeah, stuff so that do. was done. Yeah. So that's, is it done done? No, no, no. They're, you got more we're talking about season four. No, saying, right? Yeah, we were, season four we yeah. wrapped on. So. All right. So it's, just, uh, it's, got, it's nominated for an Emmy, man. I know. So. Isn't yeah, that weird? But, you, you know, you, you hope it's coming back. It, it is. Though, it's I coming back. Yeah, because everybody's buzzing about it anyway. Yeah, so is it? Yeah. Uh, do you ever get that stuff and you're like, uh-oh, uh, kind of do that thing where you realize maybe I should go now. Maybe it's one too many. Not that I've seen that. I don't know. But it's got to live in your brain. Like, do I stick around through the whole thing? What do you? What do you mean? With TV, well, it's like if, if you're on a series on. and it jumps well, no. the shark. Because yeah, every series continue. has that moment where I, you realize. Uh -oh. I will be on the handlebars as, <laughs> as the thing for your show. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. No. Ride it into the ground. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then I'll show up in comedy clubs a weekend <laughs> in it before Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't take anything. I'm, I'm take fine it with as that. it comes, man. I used to think that about this job. I'm like, I'll leave after 15 years, so I don't. Uh, overstay my welcome. I'm like, wait, if you're willing to pay me to stay, what am I thinking? What's yeah. this legacy? And, and who's all welcoming you and not welcoming? Exactly. You? That was my brain thinking. Don't don't be the guy that nobody cares. Yeah, I could leave tomorrow and somebody else will be listening. Like to you're a else. quarterback or something. Yeah, I got player. nothing. So yeah, you want to keep paying me? I'll stick around. Even as a comedian, you know, you get all these people that want to chime in on, on what you do. But I, I like what I do better than what you're not doing. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fact. So yeah. you, they they comment, you know, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Oh, I'll ride it. I'll keep yeah. riding it until it's tacked. I'll be 
no problem. Not until there's a, a five hundred dollar wax figure of me. <laughs> oh man, like this kind of could look like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple little pieces of makeup on that Reagan thing, and I can make him look just like you. <laughs> he it's, looks it's, like Milton Berle. He does. It's got a Berle no, thing um, about him. But what else? Uh, I worked on the uh, Reno, not not the Reno nine one one. God, Brett. Tacoma FD, the uh, broken oh, lizard oh, okay. guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, that, that hasn't come out yet, but I there did episodes with that. And then um, Is acting better than stand-up for you now? Uh, no, I mean... I know you love stand-up, but it's yeah, like, is no. acting going to be a thing? You're like, I could do this. I like Well, this. I mean, yeah. I, I love it, man. It's, it's great, but yeah. it's, it's like two different things again. It's yeah. like Rocky and Rocky too. Totally different yeah. things. Thank you for saying that, because they're not even close. These well, one wins, the other... The other's about... Yeah, they're two different movies. The first movie, it doesn't even matter if he wins. It's just more about the life of the boxer. Stood up against the world. Ah, oh, it's just so big. And then Rocky too. He's got and, and nobody. Well, and wins, that's another thing. But there's one of the best lines. I, I see. It gives you two different feelings, right? Yeah. Because you know you you see him training, and it, it is inspiring. But when when he goes to Adrian, hey, I never asked you to stop being a woman. Why are you asking me to stop being a man? That's a great line. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then when she tells him to win, see that bothers me. What are we waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> well, none of those people were in Rocky's career. He should have fired his entire team and divorced that woman. Every single fight he took, they bailed on him. Everyone. Bird just, you can't win. No, nothing ever. No. Yeah, tomato cans. Yeah, that was to motivate yeah, yeah. him. Freddie Roach never told Manny yeah. Pacquiao, it's over. You're all done. He's just like, let's go get him. Like, everything's about That's motivation. That's true. Every, every, his every... wife hates that he's, no, you can't do it, Rocky. I'll kill you. And nobody ever gave Rocky a push. All right. No, I will say, Burgess Meredith and Rocky too. Rocky one, he was, he was like, look, you're not living up to your potential. Right. Right. Rocky two. He was like, hey, because remember, Rocky won, he was supportive. Yeah. Not yeah. really. No, he was. Because in the beginning, he just we wouldn't even let him get in the ring. He made him no, just clean the ball. No, he said, you're, you're wasting Moved him talent. out of his locker yeah, and everything else. And, yeah. He said, you know, you're, 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 you're a you're, bum. Yeah, you're, you're breaking legs. And that yeah. you should be. But remember when he told the guy, this kid hits harder than, a, you know. Right. Right. We, we, I think we got a chance. The Al, uh, what's his name? The cut man, Al. Uh, Anyways, that guy's a real uh, real guy. Can't think of his his name. Oh, um, in the and Rocky. Yeah, the guy that comes to see him. Yeah, he'll be all right. Remember? Uh, no, not at all. So then Rocky two is when he's like, "Look, follow my finger," and he goes and he smacks him. Yeah, but then then when Apollo talked crap and he showed up at Rocky's house. He's yeah. like, I got you now. We can do this. We can do this. Yeah, but he still never supported him like right off the bat. And I would ask Rocky, I'd be like, you know, he had your chance. Get out. I got new trainers. And it's then, and, yeah. But when <laughs> Mickey died, <laughs> on the- Al Silvani. Is that Al who it is? Yeah, there you yeah. go. The real cut man. Yeah. Well, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me that nobody ever supported Rocky. And Rocky II is the perfect example of that because it took Adrian waking up from a coma to say we need more money. Well, see, in Rocky II. <laughs> <laughs> That was her first thought. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh God, this hey. is expensive, and this idiot can't Can I read. Tell you how, let me tell you how Italian. And this would. This is my stepfather. Would have been his ninety-first birthday today. But let me tell you how Italian this guy is. <laughs> he's got. He has this massive heart attack, right? Which, by the way, when they're trying to wheel him in, he's telling everybody to get the f off him, <laughs> right? He's like, "Don't touch me!" And he's all. He's a. They wheel him in the room. He goes to my mom. He said, uh, he's, you know, she's like, where am I? She's like, you about to, you know, he had a heart attack. We're prepping for the thing. And he goes, play the room number straight in box. The, 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 the you know, the room he was in. Yeah. And then went out. Then when he woke up out of his <laughs> coma, the first thing he asked her if the number came out. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's the room number in the, it? I swear to God, playing the numbers on, on his room. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, that's such an Italian. That in is... New Jersey, New York, all they do is play the numbers. Yeah. And like there was a, you can look this up. In like 1928 or 38, there was a train 
that derailed in Newark. That that day, the number, the train number came out. Yeah. Like 350 people won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Play the number? Yeah. They love the numbers. Yeah, they just they bang into them if, even if in I tragedy. Just, like, I, know. I know. You keep you're shrinking you're stroking that seat. It. Yeah, you're crushing that Like thing. right now, like that 1933 on your hat, yeah. that's going straight in box. You're right going now. in. Yeah, <laughs> it's done. But this just, guy. Boy, just seeing numbers, not even attached to you, just my hat. Well, he plays like, he, uh, it's it's the obsessed. Kind of like a sign. He had a draw, f- yeah, whatever he thought. Like yeah. if he saw a number twice that day, right? He had a draw full of tickets. That I said, even if you win, you're going to break even. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. He won one time and framed the ticket. <laughs> what do you mean, like a couple hundred bucks? Too? Yeah, but yeah. he framed it. Like after he got it, that, that, that he, 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 it's a badge of honor. Play, it's a badge my, of honor. Play my hospital bedroom. Yeah, that was his <laughs> like, up. That, yeah. Those were almost his last words. <laughs> and then when he woke up, my mother's there, his daughter's there, everybody's yeah. around him. He said, I love you. He's right. like, did the number come out? What did we get? it win? How close? That's how you say, too. He used to never, but I remember I used to, I could tell you exactly what time it was. All you'd hear in the other room is, son of a bitch. It's like it didn't come out. What number? Here comes the reading. Uh, and you're in Vegas now. That's dangerous. Well, he, I mean, if he was, I love it. Dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I get, you know, I, I, I'm one of the old school guys. I got to go to the cage. Oh no! Kidding. I don't do yeah. that app stuff. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Pile, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't like I like the apps. I like like for for football betting because you can't do it here. Like, but now you get the apps and you can actually bet football games. Well, but if you're we, in Vegas, uh, you got to be there oh, face to face. Well, see, the, if you're in the Vegas, right, you can bet from the app. Yeah, I like to go to the cage. My yeah. partner, because I, I do a gambling show. The the kid, he's a millennial kid that works with me. He's always like live betting and doing yeah. everything from the phone, right? I'm just like, I got to sit at the cage and just be around yeah. the other yeah. DJs. Get the feel. Yeah, just to smell the DJ. Have, the vibe? Ever, have any of you ever been to off-track betting? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, that is scary. <laughs> it feels twice. It feels so That's... much like knives are about to be present. It's... Like, there's one place right up the street here. We just got lunch. I didn't know they had OTB. And we're sitting there, and this guy just goes, mother! He just shouts it out like the bomb. And I'm like, what happened? Oh, his horse and Pimlico didn't come in. I'm like, we're in Phoenix. It's 9.30 in the morning. We're having like a late breakfast what is this guy doing and then all the other people go and they remodeled that place that brenda's inferno and i had to tell the owners because it used to be a place called the armadillo grill but then that uh and they basically had to tell him that well that tv show came in and remodeled the whole thing that tapper the bar oh yeah yeah, yeah, he he comes in and uh you know gets it all going and it looks nice now and the owner's sitting there because what do you think of our changes and i'm like i gotta be honest with you it looks nice but uh the riffraff over there. OTB. The OTB. <laughs> you forgot to sweep that guy out. 86 that. Just a dude who's just living for every horse race I, across the... I like, know. he's doing carriage races and you, everything. You see that in Vegas, man. These guys just live, like... Oh, yeah. And they just sit there. You know who's pretty cool that I, I've seen twice? Because he was in our sports book where we shoot out of was Pete Rose. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, okay. he Dude, he is the coolest dude. Like, you just... He just, he just seems like, like a, you know... He's just a guy. He's a good he's old boy guy. from Kentucky. Yeah. Like, like, like he's literally got to go back to work type guy. Yeah, he's just you know, a blue collar. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, and he's sitting there talking about the game and everything. And that's the best thing about Pete Rose to me is he gets uh, banned from the love of his life for gambling, and he moves to Vegas and just hangs out. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, he, he does you. personal appearances. Yeah. He was signing stuff, and then. I've got like, one. Yeah. Did you get did I, you sorry, meet him? I didn't get to meet him, no. But I got a, a picture of him. Growing up in Ohio. Yeah. The whole Cincinnati Reds thing in the 70s. But uh, it's funny because he says, uh, I'm sorry I bet on That's how baseball. we autograph stuff. Pete sorry Rose. I bet on baseball, Pete Rose. <laughs> it's it's awesome. ridiculous. Do you know how ridiculous it is that he's not in the Hall of Fame? Oh, oh I agree. Beyond, you know what makes him even more of a stand-up guy? 
and and I don't know this to be 100%. He didn't tell me this, but I've heard from other players. All the managers did it. Everybody did it. And not, not once did he say other guys did it. He just took the pinch. So and He stood so tall. He is yeah. such an Italian moment no, right No, for now. real. He, yeah. he, he never said, hey, uh, you know, why well, do it? This guy does it. I right. mean, I'm not naming names. He didn't even yeah, do right. that. He just I said, play some well, bets right. for people. That's because he said I didn't do it for so long. He denied it for like five years before. He's like, if if, and then he said, if Giamatti said, if if you do it, I'll let you back in. So he admitted it because he said he got pushed. So I, mean, I and give you that I he didn't rat. In, he didn't even rat on himself. They didn't want that can of worms to be opened bats. up either. <laughs> he protected. Uh, I think he protected a lot of other men. Sure. Uh, well, I think the whole thing. Where the bad thing was, he just got sloppy. And I think MLB was protecting the whole thing. They didn't want. To, they didn't want to dive no. into that. They had a problem with that. Before. Well, back then, you know, you had all the organized crime, which was very you know prevalent. But he was betting on his own team. Yeah, he was yeah. betting, which was win. the rule. Like you can, right. you can bet, but you can't bet on your own when you're running the show. But yeah, Pete Rose should be in for his. He didn't throw any did. games. Wasn't to he win. betting for them to win though? Yeah, I didn't yeah, think he, he, he yeah, didn't he, bet he, against. I, his, he didn't bet against. Him. We know about. Well, no, he didn't. Come yeah, on. I mean, he, 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 <laughs> you don't know that. You know what, though? <laughs> you don't know that. Look, Brett, like you just said, you're going to ride on the handlebars over the shark. If you know, like, I can make this thing happen. We're eight fives, no problem. I can pull this thing off and put in a picture that maybe, you know, has some trouble with this guy. You can make that happen and win a couple bets where I, you tank I, again. I do. I know myself. I would never bet against me, ever. Even if I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, like a guy like that, the guy that played baseball the way he played baseball, there is no way. The way he's wired. Right. I could see and, that. And, and also, I mean, it, there, there was no duress. You have a price. Huh? You have a price. I Come on, man. I could get you to bet against yourself. I could get you to bet against yourself. I could get you to bet against yourself. There's no way. Okay, I would okay, never maybe, sell maybe my 50, mom. 50, 50, 50 grand? Yeah, I could get you to Easy. bet against yourself what do you today. Mean? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Be, I guarantee it would be like Panda Express. It's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> Just get me a sword. <laughs> Get your Reagan and a sword. You can fight Ronald Reagan with your sword if you just if you just lose this bet for me. There's no way. You would, you would do I it. I would never bet against yeah, Absolutely. Myself. Everybody's got a price Pizza. on how they do it. Yeah. Would, now, Pete Rose probably had a guy in Cincinnati just leaning on him going, nobody's going to know. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to know. We'll split it. It'll be huge. And then he's like, all right, I'll do a couple of them. You know, that's why it, it, when sports became so lucrative, you you really couldn't throw. Like, how much are you going to pay, like, today? Like, uh Aaron Rodgers. You're not. How, are you gonna, how much are you going to pay Patrick Mahomes to throw a game? Which is yeah, one of the theories right. on why the athletes get paid so much is to keep the gambling off of the players. But the problem is you can the get refs. the managers and the, the refs. refs. Those are the yeah. guys. I think yeah. the refs are bought and sold. A lot. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, even in basketball, remember the one guy came out? Oh, yeah, Tim, uh, yeah. Tim something or other. Yeah. If you're it, ever watching, you're like, what, it, what is that? Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a 16-point like, lead evaporated in, in uh, like less than a minute on free throws and uh And, and no how can call. the difference be uh, 40 free throws in one game right. and 10 in the next? Easy to manipulate a basketball yeah. game. Football, too. But that's why they always, when they say we want full-time uh, referees, I'm like, no, you don't. Because they're, they're lawyers, most of them. They're making all their money. This is kind of a fun gig, and they're morally superior people. And boxing. You want full-time. Boxing. You get it, bro. The Italians ruined that. No, uh, Bob Arum, <laughs> and, uh, you know Don King, Don King, and yeah. those guys. I mean, look, I don't know how, the, how those promoters do it, but I watch fights sometimes, and I'll be like, "Wow, how did that just happen?" Well, happen? I always argue with Brett about this. Uh, our Brett, we'll call him Bert. Our Bert, because uh, in the fifties, I don't know how anybody actually embraced the idea that three of the weight classes champions were Italians, <laughs> and it's run by the mob.
What do you? What do you? What do you? I'm saying you got. I'm saying Rocky Marciano being the greatest boxer of all time. He had help. Who's second? No, that's according not true to at all. See now. Oh, second I mean, is Sylvester Stallone. Listen, hold on. <laughs> that's right. Hold that's on. Right. Let me let me prove. Hey, we a, won that. <laughs> let me prove a point to you. Uh-uh. Okay, they wanted him to throw matches, and Ooh. he wouldn't do it. Rock. Rocky. Right. You don't. He, they didn't make money right. off of him being undefeated. They would make money off of him taking a dive. Sure. And then also, you get a guy named Carmen Basilio. You know who that is? Yeah. The onion farmer? Yeah. He knocked out, you know why he knocked out Sugar Ray Leonard? I mean, Sugar Ray Robinson? Because the guy, he didn't shake his hand in front of his wife. It's oh, no a true kidding. story. Yeah. Okay? That Respect. guy is the reason why, so, you know. But Primo Carnera. Jack, Jack <laughs> Come on. There's loads of them. Primo shouldn't have been a champion yeah, at all. No, man. That was the, that was the They could pay the, the other guy yeah. against Primo. Jake LaMotta, dude, listen. Jake, Jake LaMotta was a savage. He, yeah. he threw it. He threw he threw a match. He couldn't even knock his wife out. <laughs> I've seen the movie. Bring it over here. Dude, that's that is such an underrated line and that's yeah. such a good depiction of the Italian Americans in that region at that time. Yeah. The way they on that yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. When he's over here, how about I how about I show you both the beating, right? Yeah. He's like, oh. you make a jerk out of my brother, like the way they are. But when he's cooking the steak, that's he's like, come on, bring it over here. Bring it over. It's gonna it, it, it bring it over yeah. <laughs> It uh. defeats its purpose. <laughs> but the, then the guy yells, shut up, hey, I'll break your face. They yell, everybody's yelling at each other. Yeah. But nobody talks about the fact that the Italian mobs ran the sport. Right. And all the champions were Italian. They aren't they were not all Italian. Pretty much. Dude, it, all right, so <laughs> Come when on. they were really in their uh, Joe Lewis, okay, outrageous, right? Actually, they got they, rid of him quick. No, Joe, that was more public opinion. Yeah, but if the mob actually got him a job as a greeter at Caesar's Palace, Wait, he, he and, took all his Sinatra money. Helped him, <laughs> he was broke. He 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 didn't manage it right. <laughs> <laughs> that bum. <laughs> he didn't have the you know. Accounting. We told him we'd it handle it for him. We got you, Joe. Stand in front of the door. You're a draw. No, they. Uh, there was that was a big thing with Rocky Marciano. He would yeah. never. He would never. I understand throw a fight. that he wouldn't. T- he wouldn't throw a fight. And he, he was a good fighter, which would make sense. Though Here's on the boxers. other side, that he, go back in history throw. and look at that particular period of time and how drastically it changed the second. Uh, the what are you talking about? Ray, Ray Mancini, Boom Boom. Boom Boom okay. was in the 80s, and I'm, I'm not saying it's in... Gotti? I'm not, I'm not, Arturo Gotti? <laughs> Arturo Gotti is, uh, yeah, that's that was one. No, I'm saying there, there was... Uh, I'm not saying they were incapable of winning. I'm just saying it was awfully strange that all the weight classes seemed to have a powerful Italian running through the ranks and winning but why, we were during the, that but time. We were, the lower, was, we were the lower class then. We were the... We were the it's not... You were uh, fighting your way out of the... Out of yeah, the yeah, streets. it was yeah. a big thing, man. I, mean, I like, still you think, know, though, that Look once, at Vinny the Chin Giganti. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was a boxer. Look at him, man. They, I didn't know they, they, they listened the to him as a boxer. Now, that Vinny guy, that guy, Not who can boxer. I get an argument That's for? Awesome. Vinny the Chin held the belt. That's How are you still arguing with me? <laughs> no, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't hold it If he even got gloves and a fight. I mean, what is Jake well, Paul and Vinny the Chin? Uh, he he ran one of the families. Yeah, Genovese. Yeah. He used to walk down Little Italy with a bathrobe on him. I think it was crazy. I think the fact he's in in the boxing yeah, know, know, it kind of makes my point. You know what? That's all they had. It's, it's like Vinny the Chin. The boxing team. Yeah. Why would you put that picture? Well, look, up? look at it. They, they they're just putting everybody up. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Some bokeh. Yeah. Come on now. All right, come on. I, I might have a. I might, might be Sicilian. I might have some. <laughs> that don't count. Uh, Brett Ernst. It's really close to the volcano. It's hot. Brett Ernst. Hey, I am Sicilian. (laughs) The Tempe Improv uh, tonight and tomorrow. Brett, uh, leave us with words of wisdom or just say, hey, I'll see you in a month or so. 
No, I'll be back in. T- <laughs> I'm doing CB Live, I think, on Monday. Yeah, all day. <laughs> no, just come to the show. We Absolutely. have fun. It's going to be great. Uh, we're all going to go out to dinner. I'm sure you have an excuse. Not I have to go to a gay wedding uh, dinner. Are <laughs> oh, you doing for real? Yeah, yeah. My neighbors are getting married and they have a big reception wedding. I, yeah, I'm curious. That, I want to see it. It's going to be you great. Know, that's going to be fabulous. I totally agree. I don't know what to wear. Dude, I, you know what? Remember when people? <laughs> <laughs> True, I know. I've got like pressure on me to dress. Remember when Buddha Judge? Everybody got mad at him because yeah. he was like five hundred dollar bottles of shit. Yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah. Fi- campaign financing. I go, yeah. yeah, he's gay. Yeah, there's no way he's gonna throw a gala. They're scandalous. He's not sort of reunity or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's his thing. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have fun. They man. do it right. Oh, yeah. do they? My really? neighbors do all their gatherings. So many feather boas. It's big, and I might be in one because uh, you know what? The way Brett's talking, this whole marriage thing's a waste of time, and hanging out with the boys is fun. If I could just get into the whole blowjob thing, I'd make the switch. It just seems gross. <laughs> I was born this way. I don't like that. It's disgusting. Uh, Brett Ernst, everybody, tonight at the 10 p.m. Prov tomorrow as well. Thanks again. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Ah, it's 98. Bro, I appreciate you. All right. There you go. Uh, the Soundgarden right there, the black hole sun. I got a guy who emailed me and said, I went to the Mark Marin show last night, and he said that whole vaccine thing, uh, they act like it's a big thing. It's not. They asked me for a vaccine card, no ID, no nothing. I just went in. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably how it is. You don't want the, they don't want to give you a hassle at the door. None of those people work in there and want to make trouble. Plus, they want your money. Right. They're not, they, look, Mark Marin wants you to be vaccinated. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is, yeah, you can get through this. This isn't a gauntlet you're going to have to do too many jumps for. Brad Ernst, however, forget about it. They don't care. Be careful, you'll end up in a worse situation than COVID. <laughs> Avoid that garage. Uh, there you go. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. Oh, and uh, yeah, that's right. Entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, we talked to Flip Orley yesterday. I talked to another guy. I was at Bridget's Bar. By the way, I uh, used to do my visit to Swizz, but since I've been removed from that facility. Do you visit the bridge? Now I'm going to do my visit the bridge. Even though it's not walking distance or close by any stretch, It's uh, I was there yesterday. A friend of mine uh, asked me to meet him for a drink. And I did, and I went to the Bridgets, the visit the bridge, and the dude next to me is like, I didn't want to hassle you, but I love the show. I'm like, you're not hassling me at all. And he goes, tactical black thing, is it all it's uh, cracked up to be? And I'm like, are you crazy? And I started getting excited talking about it because I'm a concealed guy, but nobody's getting this from me. And I'm like, I sure. uh, it, why? And you're like, and you're like, see Tony. Yeah, why do you there say this? Yeah, I'm, I wanted to, but I wasn't going to do that because he might. Have, what if he's right and then he kills me? <laughs> 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 what if he is really well trained? I, I don't. You don't think about those things. So I'm like, yeah, next right. week we'll have to be like, oh, it didn't work all yeah. that well. well. Obviously, sorry. No, he was really good at it. He just, I didn't know. But I told him, uh, I said, yeah, I said uh, you think that because you you feel strong and powerful with that thing on your hip, but bad guys got bad intentions. He said, you know, when you're least expecting it, somebody could reach up and grab that. There's a whole thing on right now uh, online of a guy who gets shot. By the cops, it ain't a cool video. I don't know what the cops were doing, stopping this guy from jaywalking. But he attacks the cops, and in the middle of the video, you hear him. He's got my gun. He's got my gun. Because police aren't, uh, you know, they need to be trained better as far as retention goes. So I told this guy about it yesterday. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Hey, you feel like you can do it until somebody tries to take it. And there you go. Then you're like, Brett went with me. He knows. Mm-hmm. It's like weird Absolutely. because like I didn't realize how how hard it is to hold on to that while you're getting punched or whatever else is going on. You want to make sure that gun stays put. That's the most, uh, for people who carry, that is probably the single greatest thing they do. On top of it all, you learn all the great things about the, uh, you know, long gun and handgun and knife. Uh, the knife stuff's my favorite by far. I love that. But uh, there's so many different variations of what can go goofy in a situation on the streets. And you need to know uh, what you're capable of. Put yourself into the test and say, what can I do? The guy was really confident yesterday saying, I'd be fine if somebody tried to do that. All right. Go see. 
Because these guys know how to make it so you'd be like, maybe I'm not so fine. Everyone who carries should have to go through this class. I truly believe that. So that thing never leaves your possession. At least get you in the frame of mind that's right. I get excited talking about it, talking, doing my biz at the bridge uh, yesterday. Awesome. Yesterday I was at, the, at Bridget's Brady. It was pretty solid. I'm telling people about Tactical Black. I'm showing away. And he goes, you know, a lot of people just get paid money and talk about talk about their thing like it's great. And I'm like, I actually do it. So I'm, actually, I'm wearing a shirt today. It says Tactical Black. And I actually do it. So I sold the guy on the idea that it's not all garbage. I'm actually uh, getting it done, too. So head on out there. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. You get to reactdefense.com. Check out their uh, store to tacticalblack.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. I heard one thing about uh, Bridget's. Yeah. You were the first guy to order a veggie platter. Yep, I got a veggie platter. <laughs> well, I asked the bartender. I said, uh, what's what's something I can eat here that isn't going to make me take a huge <laughs> in the next 38 minutes? And she goes, nothing. And then she reached <laughs> towards the button. She went, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I said, what would you eat? Because she was in shape. And uh, she said, the veggie plate's pretty good. And I'm like, fire that up and try to get the cook not to spit or seed it. You got it. And it's just a plate. With, like, cut-up tomatoes and cucumber. It was perfect. You know the guy in the back's just like, is this for a man? Yeah, hey, I thought we... Because it is very sausage fest at Bridget's. Uh, at the visit to Bridge was... That was bold. Oh, the first thing I heard when I walked in, there's a dude who looks like uh, steroid Mr. Clean, and he's at the end of the bar, and two other guys in Dodger hats are talking, and the first words I heard when I walked in was, you don't just wake up uh, thinking, today I'm going to suck a d-. Like, this place is awesome. They were arguing over how you can raise your kids to not be gay. Your neighbors might disagree yeah. with them on oh, that Oh, completely. On that comment, oh, I but, disagreed you know. with it immediately. Well, sometimes, and that's what I said. And the, But the guy's argument was was like, I'm going to train my son and raise him to know that that's just not acceptable. I'm going to train him not to want us to suck and, the, and there was one lady in there, and she's laughing, sitting next to me. And I'm like, if that works, why wouldn't fathers focus on teaching their daughters not to do that? Wouldn't that be like 90% chance she's probably going to do that? So you're wasting your time. Most of the boys aren't going to. They're really you're paranoid about nothing. And I'm like, this bar might be the coolest place I've ever been. Because the other guy's like, come on. You can't raise, if your kid's gay, you can't raise him to not. Oh, you, the hell you can't. Scare him. It's not, it's not a choice, but you can talk him out of it. And I'm like, this is great stuff. So visit the bridge. They got camps. Might have to Uber up there. It's a little far for me. The other one was more convenient, but I'm not allowed in there anymore. So. <laughs> Mark McGuire still won't let you in, huh? She'd let me in. I, you know what? I choose to use my money elsewhere. Yeah, as you should. Yeah. Vote with your dollars, Jamie. That's right, Jeremy. Ready to go ahead. Britney Spears' father, Jamie, has agreed to step down from her conservatorship. What Thank Fireworks God. start now. Fireworks start now. She's going to lose it. If she's in charge of it. No, it's somebody else. It's just not her No, dad, she'll get another it? financial planner. <laughs> but that's different than a conservator who, who approves oh, she's free. everything. Yeah, she's if free. she's free to touch her own money, seven judges have said, mm, no. And as much as the public thinks they know about Britney's situation and free Britney and all that, there's a reason seven judges have said, don't let her touch it. Something's not going on there. So now that you let her have it? Katie, bar the door. You're going to see Who cares? Something. It's her money. If she wants to go broke and wind up being because a crack whore, then she becomes a crack whore. Because then you get into that whole thing about, like, we didn't see that she had mental things and everything else. Now, now everybody so, in, the, in the area is negligent. Now the predators lawsuits. out there that are swooping in right. on the money. And then people lawsuits will get from sued. Who? Oh, you can get sued for that. When you get a lot of money, there's lawyers all over the place looking for people who are vultures. And then you get vultured, and then somebody goes, why did you let And so you sue the judge that gave that thing away, and you sue the people who said she had a mental illness and nobody looked into it. It's too many avenues, too much money. 
you've got to have somebody looking out for lawyers it. suck. Well, well, lawyers lawyers are actually right in this case. I mean, they're they're doing the right thing. But what sucks is the family isn't getting any credit for saying, "Hey, maybe we're mismanaging some of it, but it's none of your business." She's not capable of handling her money. It's it's making her insane. There's a mental health problem with Brittany. No one's talking. But that that mental health problem oh, no. might be the fact that her dad's still controlling her at the age of 40. Possibly, but there also could be the reason her dad's still controlling her because since she's been 25, she's been a little off. This girl has never been normal. It, well, she, she wasn't get, raised to be she normal. Married? No, she wasn't. Not she's been a, teen, she's a, been a child before. star. So they had to That's approve not, that. The parents did or... that. They caused that mental illness. What, what, child, what child star comes out? How often does a child star come out like Jason Bateman. Normal? Yeah, does that There's really a count? Few. Sure it does. He was around as a real little. He was on Silver Spoons. DiCaprio. Yeah, that's right. DiCaprio. There's some. Todd uh, Bridges. Yeah, it's, it's, Todd Bridges is a solid. Wait a second. Gary Coleman. I remember great. something about Todd oh, Bridges. He, went to, he paid for it. He paid for his childhood crime. <laughs> sure, he killed a guy. Big whoop. He's out now, and he paid for it. Yeah, yeah. he did his time. Leave him alone. No. The Learned. Br- the Britney thing is definitely kind of like somehow our business. It's TMZ's wet dream. It is. Man. It really is. They want this to happen. Yep. TLC is airing a Long Island medium where the psychic Teresa Caputo is uh, healing uh, hero heroism through 9-11. She's channeling the spirits of uh, people that died. That's too far, man. That's I'm sick. fine with Bill yeah. people. And sitting whatever, there with the families of the sick. victims, basically. That's bad. Yeah. Her and that big hair of hers has got to go. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's hard to tolerate. Another Home Alone movie is coming to Disney Plus. I hope it's Macaulay on November twelfth. It's called Home Sweet Home Alone. It'll star Keenan Thompson and Ellie Kemper oh. and Rob Delaney. Out of ideas. Sounds yeah. Sucky so already. the whole movie is about a kid being home alone, and then they don't cast a kid. Oh, there'll be, there'll be a, these are the these <laughs> are the people the, they're supposed to draw. Yeah. Now? yeah, I don't know what it is. Sean Penn, I guess, is really pushing. That unvaccinated people need to stay out of the theaters because he held a screening his new movie Flag Day um, at the Directors Guild of America. Thank the audience for being vaccinated there, and it should continue. If you want to go into a theater, yep, it's going to be fights. Show your Mark papers. And finally, hurry, break. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you're all done. Yeah, oh. I knew it. You quit on that last one. Slow, slow, slow news day. Yeah, that a second page, and yeah. just, that's it. Oh, I'm done. I quit. Simone Biles got bit by a German Shepherd. <laughs> that's right. A, a what, Brady? Yeah. An Alsatian. That's right. She was bitten by a she, dog. Uh, evidently, she showed the dog the bronze medal, and it yeah. bit her. You know finger. what the dog's name is? Quitter. Yeah. <laughs> Bad quitter. Bad. That's what people yelled at her. That was a big fight in her front yard. Quitter, stop. Bad quitter. Uh, it's 9.33. Let's play them Guadalupe squares. We got that and we'll get the heck out of here. But today, pretty good stuff we got going on. We've got Sebastian Maniscalco, who's here tonight. We got your tickets for that. Uh, we can hand those over if you want to go to that. And, you know, some other stuff. But that's the prize. If you don't like it, Brett will hook you up with something else. But you're getting Sebastian Maniscalco tickets. Yeah, and those things pretty are gangbusters. They're huge. Those are good. There's a couple other things I don't want to mention because I don't want to give you choices no. to make you start thinking you got options. We give you what you get. But if you and throw you'll a little, like it, yeah, yeah. If you throw a little bit of a fit, there's a second prize. Maybe, maybe. Depends on your attitude. Depends on how I feel. Depends on <laughs> depends on Brett and how he feels about you. <laughs> it's a smack in the mouth. Uh, uh, yeah, huh? watch your bad. Uh, it's nine thirty-four. Uh, let's do it. Guadalupe Square is coming up. Uh, 585-9800. We need a girl. We need a boy. They're next. It's ninety-eight.
go. It is Friday. It's 943, and that means the Guadalupe Squares are here, and they're ready to go, I believe. You just, I just turned you on while you were hacking Yeah, up I was trying. I turned Disgusting. it off the car. Good catch. Nice. That's gross. Uh, it's 943. It's time for your Guadalupe Squares. Getting in and out of here. And here's your host for the Guadalupe Squares for Sebastian Maniscalco tickets. Pretty good. Other stuff on the table we can't talk about. Uh, Maybe we'll let you go. Later. Go see my people. We'll see. Brett's got some folks he's got to talk to. First. Uh, it's the host, Mr. Jeremy Bergeron. Jeremy! Lost on the top left corner. Uh, he's out of a job now, so it's Andrew Cuomo. I don't know what you're talking about. Look. Look at me. Look at me. You're look always the me. governor. Hey, look. Quiet down, glitter nips. I'm talking to <laughs> the adults. I mean... Be an adult. Come over here, Brady. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. You got a tight ass for a guy your size. That's pretty nice. My hands, they're wandering. Look, I got two weeks. What are you looking at over there? Hey, sugar, I asked you a question. See, I treat everybody like this. Men, women, twinks, blacks, goats, Puerto Ricans, goats, dogs, kids. Is it cold in here? What are you talking about? My nips hot? Yeah, You looking at my nips? A little bit. You know what else is hot? Let's take a look down south here. Ooh, yeah. Pencil Dick. Whoa. Nice. That's your new nickname because you're a pencil pusher and your name's Richard. Why is everybody on my ass? Two more weeks of Cuomo. No homo. That's how I look at it. Governor's very happy to be part of the program right now. I'm Italian. Brett understands. I, absolutely. Brett God understands. It's like being a big surf. Sometimes you're Italian. <laughs> He's just like, you know, you throw your fingers inside another human being because you're Italian. That's, That's how right. it goes. That's all it is, you know. That's all I got. Brady. I want to see you with your top off. You got a very nice set of jugs. I'd like to see that. And that's not home. Here you go, Governor. That's not it. That's very nice. Can I get in between those sweaty bags? Would that be nice? In a motorboat. Brady. Oh, that's good gravy. Oh, Brady. There you go. Look, here's a picture of me right here. What do you, what do you guys see? Here's me kissing a platypus. Everybody understands. I make I make out with stuff. Why do you call her that? This is a platypus. That's a woman? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe I put my lips on that pig. All right, in the top middle square, uh, he's trying out his new routine. It's Pat the it's, Dice Man McMahon. The Dice Man is back, everyone. Hickory dickory dock. Ladmo was sucking my <laughs> That's exactly how it goes in the household. Of McMahon. Hey, glitter nips. <laughs> I like Andrew Cuomo's nickname for Brady. Glitter nips. You know, good vulgarity just finds me. Pat Dice McMahon. Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh! <laughs> Gerald is telling jokes. <laughs> You don't think it's funny? You can eat my D. <laughs> On Channel 7, Cox Cable. I love saying that. Cox Cable, yeah. Pat McMahon trying out a new career move, working blue into my 90s. That's right. I've been around here for a long time, Brady. You know that. Oh, yeah. I remember when I used to watch the prostitutes going up and down on Van Buren. Martin Van Buren, I'm that old. Thank you. Oh, that wife of mine is a sex therapist. And I'll tell you, Duffy B. Shopping. Duffy B. Shopping for all sorts of crazy. She got that rainbow dildo from Flip Orley, a good friend yesterday. Very nice. Watch the Wallace and Dildo Show. Late nights on Channel 7 Cox Cable. 
All right, Charity. the top right square, uh, it's Jay Leno. It's right, it was, uh, well, it's very interesting. You know, I should have worked blue for a little while. So you saw me at Brady this week. I wing was, walker. Uh, well, I was a wing walker. I was hanging out in front of a plane. <laughs> Evidently, there's a, a design flaw of some sort. If you get on these, poke your head out of the plane, there's nothing better than having Jay Leno as your hood ornament. About 400 feet off the ground. I think that's pretty neat, don't you? Brady, would you like me to you climb around? on your chin. I'm going to climb around Brady's car later today like Tawny Katane from a Whitesnake video. I'm going to drive around on the old Lincoln, you know. Brady will drive, and I'll hang off the front of it in all denim. Because, as you all know, you can't die when you're in denim. I'm impervious to Hilarious. that. Hilarious. That's the way things go, Brady. You have to understand that Jay Leno has very little to do. And uh, it was a cry for help, much like Britney Spears. I almost jumped out of an airplane, and people thought it was hilarious. You have a conservator? I have a conservative, Mavis, my wife, keeps an eye on all the money, and right now I want to leap out of an airplane, and nobody seems to want to stop me. Right, I, have a denim, I have a denim parachute. It actually weighs me down when I land. So heavy. Probably a terrible idea to have that. All right, in the middle of square, he can't wait for football. It's Ron Wolfley. Oh, David, football is back. I can't wait for one. Get little Kyler Murray out there throwing the ball to A.J. Green and his Walker David. Oh, it's going to be a projunctatory event tonight as the Cardinals take on the dreaded Dallas Cowboys right here. I heard that uh, Kyler's smiling a lot more in camp. Kyler smiles more. You know why? Because Larry Fitzgerald's not there. They hate each other, David. It's no secret around these parts. Oh, I tell you what, I had to get on the drain last night and head on over to the old ballpark. Oh, I got down there and I was just smelling the grass, getting ready for the sweat and the banging and the snot locker nailing and the, oh, we're going to detach some spines tonight. It's preseason. I know, the warrior queen and I are going to get out there. We're taking Kyler Murray in his kennel, and we're driving him down to the park, and we're going to let him run free on that Dallas defense, Dave, and I'm so excited for football. <laughs> All right, in the middle square, uh, it's it's love of a child, Brady. There's nothing <laughs> quite as beautiful <laughs> as the love of a child. Is that a tear? Shut up. <laughs> you know, the other night, because I'm a man, I was reading Charlotte's Web, and I wept openly, and I looked it's at good Kirby. Book. Wept. Good book. Is that a lot of tears? That's or? when you cry, but you don't want to, ah. and one trickles down your face, and Kirby saw it, and I said, this tears for you, child, because nothing <laughs> she left the room. circles the wagons quite like the love of a child. <laughs> I love all the children. In fact, if you've got a child, they're our future. They are, I believe the children are our future. I'm going to give every child in Arizona butterfly kisses. Oh, Brady, no. What's wrong with that? I love the kinder. I'm going to drop Kirby off at Gilbert Christian today and butterfly kiss every one of those angels. And it's going to get wet. The kids are going to get wet. And I'm going to be wet because my eyes are going to be full of tears because the future is bright. Because there are so many children. Don't listen to John and his fatalistic views <laughs> about how crappy the future is. There's going to be a bunch of butterfly-kissed kids out there that say different. Ew, ew. I guarantee you after I handle your children, no. what am I saying that is bothering you so much? But I love all the kids, and I'm going to love them today. 
In fact, they just bought a giant 43-foot windowless white van to carry your children. <laughs> and my love all over the place. I'm going to love your love kids. Wagon? I'm going to love them hard. Love and I'm going to love them hard. In fact, I'm going to paint it on the side of the wagon. Kid love wagon. He said it was worse than anything. Oh, the love wagon. Tears of a child is a little bit for your personal plate. I love tears of a child. It means we love each other, and that's all that matters. In this world, I just want to love on your kids hard and wet. All right, middle oh. right square. We're moving on. Middle right square. It's James Earl Jones. So bad. Brady will come, Bray. <laughs> Brady will be in that white van. Brady will come. He won't know why, and he won't know when, but Brady will come for reasons he can't even fathom. Never looking why? at Terrence Mann the same way. He'll turn up your driveway, not knowing why, just knowing that the love of a child lives inside, and Brady will come for those children. And that's how it should be, Ray. It's a beautiful thing, baseball. It brings us all together. Brady's going to take your kids on walks through the woods. Because that's where he likes to give a love of a child, through the woods. And sometimes Brady comes out all alone. <laughs> and he doesn't know why. But he does. Baseball. That's why. For one solid instance, baseball has always been our constant. That and Brady's love of a child would seem somewhat inappropriate. <laughs> Balls and children. That's what Brady loves. Brady loves meeting a child who's on a baseball field, Ray. And Brady's first question would be, kid, give me those balls. <laughs> balls, Ray. The one constant in Brady's life has always been a child's balls. And he loves playing with those kids. Trade those balls. Hey, Brady. Yeah. Want to have a catch? Sure. Let me see those balls. You can't have a catch without balls, Brady. Field of dreams. Brady's Field of Dreams is covered in children with balls. One constant, Ray. Baseball. And balls. It's like trucks only. Trucks only, and also some cars. All right, in the bottom left square, it's Brady's Secret Square. Hey, guys! I'm 34 years old. I was the greatest quarterback ever to play for the Florida Gators! Great! What's that? I'm a great Gators. God bless you. It's a twink Gator. How's your God? He's awesome. (laughs) Our God is an awesome God. That's enough. All right. Hi, Irby. In the bottom middle square, uh, he doesn't care about your freedoms. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Be quiet, dickwad. Listen, you saw the interview with me yesterday. I don't care about your freedoms. I don't care about your, your positions on vaccination. Get the shot. Dickwad, go out there and get vaccinated for God's sakes. What are you doing? Oh, freedoms. The government's not going to tell me what to do. You know what you're doing right now? Stopped at a red light. Exactly what the government is telling you what to do. I don't care about your freedoms. Your freedoms are being inconvenienced a little bit. Boo-hoo, pussy. Every time there's a stop sign, you stop. You know who put that stop sign there? The government. For the greater good of the people. You stop at stop signs. Go get the shot. Don't kill Brady's. Look at him. He's in terrible shape. Daddy, I got my shots. Brady's gonna get that COVID twenty, and he's gonna it's gonna ravage his body worse than it already is. You can't imagine what Brady looks like when he's actually sick. It's disgusting. You don't want that. Look at him; he's barely making it as it is. Now, don't go out there and say I have freedoms. I don't want my shot. I don't care about your freedoms. Am I right? You're right. Goddamn right. Let's get pumped. Let's go over there. We'll get pumped up a little bit, and we'll take some shots. 
I love shooting things into my veins. I've been doing it since I was a child. I take a vaccine every couple of hours. Yeah, that's right. Conendez is here. Look at him. <laughs> Screw your freedom doesn't really shout freedom, does it? Screw your freedom then, dickwad. What are you talking about? Can I hit him, daddy? Look, listen to me. Only me and all of those things. You have freedom to do exactly as I tell you. Right. Shut that's up. Like, Why do you keep talking? <laughs> All you do is make me angry and angry with your stupid freedom yeah, talk. Now yeah, listen to exactly what I say and do exactly what I say and we'll celebrate freedom after. <laughs> Look, you sit here and you tell me all these things about how free you are and uh, that you like to uh, wander around the country and do whatever you want to. But all of those things don't matter to me in this stat. It doesn't matter. Listen, shut up. Get the shot. Take your freedom over to the CVS and get a shot. You stupid f- face. I don't understand. If it bleeds, it got the shot. I like it. Go get your little band-aid, pussy. I know it hurt your arm for a couple of days. Boo-hoo, you're going to get sick for an hour. I'm 74 years old. I don't have time for you to tell me, oh, I don't want it anymore. Shut up. I hate your freedoms. I'm the Republican. You should be listening to me. I'm on your side. I hate Joe Biden. But I hate being sick and I hate your freedoms more. <laughs> Brady, what do you want to do today? Eat? No! You go to the CVS, you get another shot, you look terrible. Okay, I'm, I'm worried about Arnold. you. You go ahead and get every vaccine there is, like you're traveling to India. <laughs> All right, in the bottom right square, it's the boss man himself, Trevor. Yeah, Jesus Christ, the governor. I'm going to get a shot later today. <laughs> Woo! I'm traveling all over the world. Guess where I am today? Chicago, that toddling town. There's a lot of solid ass here. Home of the broad shoulders. You clipping broads? Oh, I'm clipping. I'm clipping broads. Me and Ernst are clipping babes. I got one tied up in my bathtub. Clipped it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I'm out of town, the cat will play. And by cat, I mean pussy. Oh, yeah. I've turned into this character who is a wild, degenerate sex addict for no reason. Play up. <laughs> Who's on the phone? Uh, we got uh, Lori and Zach. All right. Lori, are you there? Yeah. Zach, are you there? I'm here. All right, Lori, you're a girl. Pick a square. Go. I'll take the center square, Brady Bogan. It's love of a child, Brady Do you have any children, Lori? Do I have any kids? Yes. No, I don't have any. Oh, that's a shame because you've never felt you're barren, aren't you? <laughs> you've never felt the love of a child because of endometriosis. <laughs> or you're intolerable and no man will put a baby in you and give you that sweet, sweet love of a child, which I've... I love kids so much I said it in a room of guys. And I'll never hear the end of it. Well, Lori, how come you don't... How old are you? Oh, um, how old am I? I'm over 21. <laughs> By how many years? By 21. Quite a few. <laughs> so you're a lesbian. Why don't you have kids? What's wrong? Are you an old maid? I live in a very, very small house. <laughs> oh. That prevents you from There's having kids? There's not enough kids? room for more than just one person. I mean, you can make a kid in a bathtub. I don't know how small your house actually has to be. <laughs> Are you in prison? Yeah, you might be in a cell. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you've never experienced love. <laughs> I would have liked to take in your child for a 12-inch long sub sandwich. <laughs> That's what I do. Butterfly cups. Too bad. Sorry that no one will put one in you. Do you have a ring on your finger? 
Um, do I have a ring in my finger? I got a ring in my bathtub. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's why no one loves you. Do you want a love child? Because I have a 53-year-old bastard that I work with that I'd like to hand over. Hey, hey, <laughs> All right, ask my question. All right, Brady, true or false? Oh, it's about kids. It might be. <gasps> it's about kids' movies. In the Twilight movies, there's more than 24 minutes of just staring at each other. You're asking uh, the wrong question. Nope, I switched oh, them for a reason. Right. Don't worry the- about it. <laughs> okay. In the Twilight movies, there's more than 24 minutes of just staring? Yes. By me? You and the actors on the screen. I stared at it for a couple of hours. I'll say that's false. (laughs) He says that's false. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. That's right. It is true. There's 24 minutes of just the main characters staring at each other. That's weird. X gets the square. You know what I like to stare at? Kids at play. I'm going to go with Brady's secret swear. Oh, he knows it. Hey, God bless. God bless. Let's go with Tim Tebow. Wrong is Rex Grossman. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) It's Tim Tebow, all right. (laughs) Yuck. I don't even like when Brady play pretends Tim Tebow. It makes me angry. Go ahead. Uh, All right, Lori, pick a square. Okay, I'll take um, uh, Governor Cuomo. Oh. I know a channel ladies ain't afraid of me. What's going on around? I love being governor of New York. But I'm willing to step down because I love fingering so much more. You haven't even met Lori. I don't care. I'm going in. He's Italian. It doesn't I'm Italian. matter. There's nothing I can do about it. Lori's in a room. I'm Italian. I'm over 60. I got to get my hands on that ass. How come you got a ring around your bathtub? What are you, rolling in mud, pig? What's going on? (laughs) Was that inappropriate to say to a lady? It doesn't matter anymore. I don't have a job. There's so much clipping to do and so little time. (laughs) Lori, you ever been clipped by a governor? Huh? I like your giggle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's been clipped by anybody. I want to put you on this thing I have in my garage. (laughs) I tie broads up to it and I work the body like Rocky works the side of beef. Right? And then I do whatever I want to the rest of you. And then I give you a job in my cabinet. Because I'm Italian. And that's what we do. It's my excuse. take care of her. I take care of my ladies. I like it here. You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes around here. Anyway, go ahead. Ask me my question. All right. True or false, Cuomo? Italy has two active volcanoes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Glitter nips. You call me a homo? I said Cuomo. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I heard it. Hey. We must get that all the time. God bless, Jerry. I'm sorry. Whoa. Thanks Whoa. for fighting for the country. Get through that beard. What was my question? Italy has two active volcanoes. I'll tell you what. Italy's got one active volcano walking out of the governor's mansion in 13 <laughs> days. You give me a fortnight, it's going to seem like Pompeii goes off in this bitch. Is that a bad thing? There's three of them when I'm around. I'm going to Italy when I retire. I'm calling it retirement. I'm not getting kicked out. I retired from being governor. Because too many uptight broads hated that, uh, you know, I was crackering them and stuff. I'm going to say there's two active volcanoes in Italy, unless the Cuomos are there. Me and Chris are going to go there, blow that place off. The lid's coming off. So, yes, that's true. Italy's got two active volcanoes and then a pile of called Sicily. (laughs) All right. He says true. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. You shouldn't have done that. It's Uh, free. All right. All right, Zach. You could take Ron Wolfley for the win. Dude. Do it. Let's go with Ron Wolfley. Yeah! Walk! Look at me! Are you talking to me? Oh, that's 
what I'm talking about. We got football tonight. Are you a fan of football? I'm a huge fan of football. I'm just huge. <laughs> are you a pro bowler, Zach, weren't you? I was a Pro Bowl special teamer, David. Thanks for asking. That's nice, Glitter Nips. I like that name. That's my new nickname for James Conner, the running back of the Arizona Cardinals. Glitter Nips up the gut. Oh, David, it's going to be a great game tonight. I gotta tell you, what I'm looking at is a Cardinal romp, 100-7. to Preseason football is my favorite time because I still got a chance. How many Kyler Murray touchdown throws? 14. Do the math. Oh, he's going to be great, David. Running in between people's legs, bouncing all over the place. Brady's going to love him because he looks like a little kid. It's the best quarterback I've ever seen, David, and I'm very excited with Big Red dancing in the end zone. This is going to be the greatest day of my life until next week when they play again, David. Oh, yeah. Walk, you looking at me? <laughs> oh, dude. Ron and Selmo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ron, true or false, Disney World has more than 46 rides. I love Disney World. I love taking Kyler Murray, but he can't ride half the rides because he's not tall enough, David. I would love to have Kyler on the Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, yeah, that's exactly where I'd take him. I'll say it's true. He says true. Zach, do you agree or disagree? I disagree. Come on, you shouldn't have done that. X gets the square. Who are you? Can take James Earl Jones for the win. Yes, I want James Earl Jones for the win. You know what? I lost (laughs) Kyler Murray and it's a small world once. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. I enjoyed that one quite immensely. Did you watch the game last night, Lori? (laughs) She doesn't have enough room for Um, a TV. Well, um, no, I didn't see the game. No. Didn't see the game last night. Were you busy watching CNN? Um, this no, is was, CNN. Uh, I was too busy. <laughs> Do you have a phone that you pay for by yourself? Yes. Is it Verizon Wireless? <laughs> Verizon Wireless. Good for all customers, new and old. And even sluts like Lori. <laughs> Dirty bathtubs. We're still a little hung up on the fact you said you have a dirty bathtub. No one wants to hear a woman say that ever, even if it's true. You should apologize. You should be sorry. You know what you should be doing? Cleaning your bathtub. Less time on the phone, more time scrubbing. You've got time to lean, you've got time to clean, Lori. People won't come, Lori. They won't come to your house because it's filthy. You sound like a pig. I want you to stop looking... To me for answers, Lori. Begging me to speak again, write again, be a leader. I want them to start thinking for themselves. I need my privacy. There's not a gun in your pocket. That's your finger. That's just quotes from my movie. I have nothing left. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, thank you. All right, Mr. Vader. True or false? The first official American baseball game was held in the state of New York. Moonlight Graham. <laughs> That's the answer? <laughs> the the answer, answer is Moonlight Graham. I don't know what's going on around here, Ray. We got to get to Iowa. And I got to see this baseball field. Take me in this car, Glitter Nips, and let's get down there. <laughs> what was the question? If you clean it, true, if true you, or false? That's a good one. I like that. Thanks, Ghost. <laughs> Lori, listen to the ghost. Heard. Shut up. God. Listen to the ghost. If you clean it, they will come. If you clean it, they will come. That goes for both your bathtub and your genitals. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now you sound like you're going to die alone. 
It's possibly the meanest thing I've ever said. But sadly true. So you know what? It hurts. The truth hurts. You ring tub. Guilty pig. Baron. Baron. That's saying that's bad part's not so bad. There's a lot of guys who are like that. Not Brady so much. Anyway. What were we talking about? True or false? True or false, oh, yeah. Mr. Vader. The first official American baseball game was held in New York State. What other radio show in the city just told a woman on the phone who likes the show she's going to die alone, and then she laughed at that? <laughs> kind of nightmare are we running? But a question again? <laughs> the first American baseball game was held in the state of New York. Okay, why not? <laughs> he says true, Lori. Do you agree or disagree? Um, I agree. Ah, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah, he wins. Right, that's he wins. it. Dude, we're, we're so lazy. Everybody gets something. There you go. Right, let's get out of here with that one. Holy Moses. All right, hang on, you two. We'll get you both something for just participating. Sorry, Lori. Lori can't lose now. <laughs> gets like, extra stuff. I feel absolutely terrible. Lori gets two prizes. We'll Bye, guys. Some, we'll spend her some spick and span to clean the damn <laughs> bathtub for Christ's <laughs> Let's get her some 409. Yeah. You get clean. Yeah, congratulations. You win cleaning products. Scrubbing. <laughs> Bubbles had a ring in my bathtub. <laughs> That's a first. I just want to apologize to Lori how I spoke to her. Doesn't mean I wasn't right. <laughs> I just want to apologize for it. This is CNN. <laughs> no, James, it's not. It could be though. What does Dice McMahon think about her? You know, I wouldn't touch her with a 10-foot pole. You know, once I was going to try and... Whoa, hello. Hey. Sorry, I bumped something. Once I was going to try to f*** Lori, but I couldn't get over all the bruises from the 10-foot pole she's been poked with by other men. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. That's enough. Uh, you have somewhere to go? No. no you're, you're out of town. Yeah, Vegas. It's fake birthday boy weekend. It's so late. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. Yep. That's a good show. I can't wait. That's going to be great. If he does Silk Sonic, tape that and send it to him. All right, you got it. Because Leave the Door Open is about as good as it gets as far as just musical everything. What you doing? Where you at? Oh, that's a great song. Uh, nothing for you. No, no, no. Everybody's uh, I'm filling in for Fitz this afternoon. Oh, yeah. That's it. Jeremy's coming back. He's going to do a time. Fitz's show uh, today from 2 o'clock until Shannon gets here, right? Yep. Yeah, 7. Uh, there you go. That's it. In the meantime, Larry's next. You guys have yourselves a great day. And don't be like Lori. Try to find a partner in life. Uh, that's it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Have yourselves a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday right here in the morning segment. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.